welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I am very excited to be here tonight especially when last week I thought I wasn't going to be here tonight, but I am here tonight, so that makes it all the better because it's like I get a free night with you guys that I didn't think I was going to get. But anyway, I'm here, and I'm really excited. Did you get that? Did you catch on? Huh? (laughs) All right, you guys. I want to let you know the number to call in tonight if you'd like to call in and read is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read. You know, it's funny. Okay, this is my question for you guys for the night, okay? I want to know, like, how many of you are pen snobs? Because I am a horrible pen snob to the point where if I pick up a pen like this, I found this pen in a drawer today, and I thought, oh, this, look, it's even got ink in it. And so I, I grabbed it, and it's... Like so, yep. I'm going to use it tonight, and I started writing with it, and it doesn't feel good. It it's like it it. I don't like the way it feels when it's on the paper. I don't like the way it sounds. It does. I don't like the way it pulls. Nothing. It's a horrible pen, and it almost makes me angry that such a horrible pen was even invented. You know, people should know better than to invent horrible pens. You know, it's literally, literally just just makes me angry when I use a horrible pen. (laughs) Not really that bad. But, you know, I am kind of like a a serial. I I like good pens enough that, like when I've, I've got three of them sitting here right now that are from Rocket Auto Repair. And I've got another one. I've got one from Pierce Arms, who's a gun dealer. But they have their like a good weight, and they have a stylus thingy on the end that's just fun for me to fidget with. They write smooth. They're gel. They're gel pens. And the, and and God bless all the gods bless all of you guys. Go bless the people that buy these advertising pens to give to their customers. And I make up for all of the customers that don't take their free pen because they want you to take their free pens, right? Or they wouldn't put their advertising on it. They already know their number. They want us to know their number. So I always take, like if they're really good pins, I always take three or four or one of each color. Is that terrible? Does that make me a horrible person? Like a serial pen thief. But, yeah, we're, we're going. That right there was the one going in the garbage. I got my good pins now. Now I'm ready to start the show. Now I'm ready to hang out with you guys because... I have my whole pen ordeal out of the way. All right. Welcome to Speakeasy Cafe. We have some stuff to go over this evening before we get started. So let's go ahead and get after that. I want to first remind you that I am going on a long-awaited and long-needed, like my once-in-a-lifetime super excited to do this trip and I'm going to be gone for two and a half weeks I will be gone for three Thursdays Christopher Ryan 
is going to be hosting for me on two of those. And on one of them, we are going to be running a workshop. So while I am gone, please, 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 and I mentioned this last week, please make sure that you call in and say hello to Christopher. He is so terrified, just like I am. I'm probably the worst at this. I mean, still, after all these years, after 16 years together, I still get so terrified that nobody's going to call. And what am I going to say? How am I going to sit here for three hours and feel three hours? That probably a lot like I'm doing right now, right? Anyway, so make sure you come over and visit with Christopher. Tell him hello. Share some poetry with him. Hang out. Make him feel welcome. Take care of him. I'm, I know you guys will do that, and I appreciate it so much because it really means a lot. First of all, it means a lot to me that he's willing to jump in and do this for me so I can go on this vacation. And it means a lot to me that you guys understand and are releasing me for three weeks. I get three weeks vacation every 16 years. I think I need to talk to the labor board. <laughs> you guys are just, wow. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think a little more of it. Okay, anyway, so I'm just excited, you guys, and I appreciate it. So take care of Christopher, please. Then I want to let you know that there are a couple days, uh, a couple weeks later this year that I'll be gone too. So if any of you guys want to put together a workshop with me, shoot me a message on Facebook. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, last name Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Let me know what you want to put together and we can get those up. You can pre-record them. You can have me do a conference call and record it for you. Uh, We can do a combination of both, whatever you want to do. Just pick a topic and let's have some fun with it. All right. We'll get over that part. I have some stuff with our June contest to go over, but I'm not going to do that till later on during our workshop. Speaking of our workshop, we're going to be getting to that in just a moment. So please... While I am going through this next stuff that I'm going to do here, I want you to be taking out your pens, papers, good pens. Don't pull no crappy pen. (laughs) Pens, papers, quills, notebooks, parchment, stone, chisel, stylus, papyrus, whatever. I don't care. Whatever you write on, be getting that out. What I want to do right now is I want to take a moment and I want to thank all of our sponsors, those of you who stepped up to the plate and helped contribute towards our 2023 broadcasting license. And um, like I said, we've been on the air for 16 years and literally you guys, we could not do this if we're not for the, uh, for the love and support of our community. And it just makes me feel humbled every year when, I mean, because I love you guys right? I I have to love you guys or I wouldn't still be doing this. 16 years, think about that. Every Thursday for 16 years, unless it was Christmas. And sometimes, you know, I don't think we ever did quote show on Christmas. Sometimes on Thanksgiving. That's a lot of time. You know, that's why being able to take off and be gone, I'm going to go out to the uh, wilds of the deserts in Utah and I'm going to Primitive camp and 
it's just going to be amazing. I am so excited. I've been wanting to do this trip for years and years and years and years. But, you know, I can never do that just because this is my love. And so I'm finally doing it. I'm kicking myself out of the nest. But, you know, it's think about all those Thursdays, all those years together. I forgot what I was going to say, but it's still just, it has me in awe that this show, oh, that's right, I love you. And that I've been here 16 years. I have to love you, obviously. And it humbles me to see the love that you guys give the community and that it means so much to you guys as well. That's what I was trying to say. Awesome. All right. A drink of coffee. We're good to go. So what I would like to do is take a moment and show them the love they deserve because we would not be here on the air right now, you guys, were it not for their help. Okay. Our sponsors for 2023 are Annabelle Ashire, Anthony Arnold, Dave Kuhn, Debbie Kelly, and uh, those of you who know Debbie, you may want to jump over and throw some love on her page. She just lost her mama, so I know she would appreciate those loves. Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Nist, Jessica, and I bet she's waiting for it, Brooke without an S, Jessica Brooke, Karen DeWitt, DeWitt, Kristen Riley, Krista Jopek, Krista Jopek's dog, T.S. Elliott, Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha, oh, I didn't write it down, Six, fuck. no, her last name isn't fuck, she's going to remind me in a minute, Chief, Chef, Chef Sick, Chef Sick, okay, that's Martha, I love you, Martha, <laughs> Michael Emerald, Missy and Jimmy Ray Davis, Pineapple 16, Rebel Jones, Rich Hathaway, our captain, my captain, Robert and May Ryan, Robert and May Ryan, do you guys know that's Christopher's mom and dad? Yeah, they smile, sponsor the show. Terry Galloway, Timothy Melton, and I also want to thank those of you, because this is really a beautiful thing, who made donations in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, music man, John Kays, our rain man, Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith II, Glenn Steele, Charles C.B. Banks, King's Cadence, Deep Enough, and Joe the Poet. So thank you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. You guys are amazing. And, um, yeah, hugs. So now, do you guys know what time it is? Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, that was a lousy drum roll. Why that sounds so crappy? Let me try that again. Wow, it's like it just cut off there. Somebody's been messing with my drum roll. Let's try this again. I got to find a new drum roll. Robbie, make me a drum roll and send me the MP3 file. Okay, cool. All right, anyway, it's time for Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop. Now, as I go through this, if you don't get everything written down, don't worry. You can come back after the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the program and grab what you missed. 
speaking of being on the air for 16 years, keep that in mind because you can go back and listen to the first 15 minutes of any of our broadcasts if you're sitting there some night and you don't know what to write about. It's a great tool to utilize. We have all these workshops just hanging out there. So, you know, you get stuck one night, pull up one of the programs, grab a prompt, you'll be off and running. Speaking of prompts, we're going to jump right into this. As I go through these prompts, remember that poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. Now, with that said, the prompt can be the title of the poem. It can be a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. And beyond that, whatever you do with them is entirely up to you. All right, so you ready? Paper ready, pen ready? Number one, how to communicate with a brick wall. Oh, wait a minute, before I get started, I, ah, I need to write that down on my notes, sorry, remember. These prompts, most of them came from you guys. So I've been posting every week, every Thursday, as I'm doing show prep, I've been posting on my Facebook page a thing asking for prompts. So the majority of these come from you guys. All right, so one, <laughs> how to communicate with a brick wall. Child of illusion. Three, under these conditions. Four, how to communicate with a brick wall. Five, if one could be of darkness. If one could be of darkness. Six, road of the fallen. Seven, these shackles I've made. Eight, shadow song. Nine, wisdom wasted. Ten, shape-shifting. Eleven, rise and shine, beautiful. Twelve, train tracks northbound. Thirteen, Milky Way melting. Fourteen, curiosity has me curious. And my addition for the week is number 15, chumming for coyotes, because that's what I'm going to do, you guys. I have a whole bunch of chicken drumsticks, and I've got, I have fishing line, right? And I'm going to fling them over branches and just like hang them in the air, almost out of the reach. They, they can get them, but they have to jump and stuff for them. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard coyotes when they make a kill, but they sound freaking insane right so i'm going to chum for some coyotes i'm going to throw these chicken legs out there for them and i'm going to hide with my camera so i can get some really good coyote pictures so but and when i was thinking about doing that when i was talking when i was writing these prompts and i thought about using that as a prompt because it made me laugh it's like that that could be that that could be a metaphor for some pretty cool things so that's my prompt Chumming for coyotes. There you go. Remember, you can write one poem per prompt. You can mix and match the prompts, or you can use all the lines in one poem if you're feeling really froggy. But remember, before you sit down and do any of this, do your pick-apart-a-prompt writing exercise. Now, this exercise is to highlight that what you do with a prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you do write to it. Our brains are like any other thing in our body vessels, has muscle memory, 
when you hear something that inspires you, immediately you go to the thing that has the most input. That's going to be what your instant recall is. If I say December, I guarantee something red, green, or white was in your brain when I said the word December. That's muscle memory, right? So you want to get past that stuff. A lot of times when we hear that, you know, we hear something inspired us and boom, autumn, and I hear leaves and this wind's blowing and I'm going to, so I'm going to write another dang poem about wind blowing leaves around in autumn just like the six other poems I've already written about that because my brain jumps to that immediately and I think it's my muse but it's not it's lazy inspiration so get past that find the things that are hiding beyond the normal the typical, the basic right? and to do that you want to train your brain to think like a kaleidoscope. If you do something 21 times, it becomes a habit. If you were to do this exercise 21 times and then never did it again, you would be programming your brain to think this way when it hears something that inspires you. And it will last you and serve you a lifetime. Are you worth that investment? Is your writing worth that investment? Is what you share with the world? Is what's hiding deep inside your soul that belongs to just you and not the typical snow poem worth it? 21 times, just saying. Just kind of throwing that out there. Okay, so anyway, what I want you to do is I want you to take the list of prompts that I just gave you, and I want you to take the first prompt, and I want you to write it down on the top of the page. Then I want you to write at least... Before you write a poem to it, I want you to write at least six different ideas for poems you could write to that one prompt. That on the page and write at least six different poems you could write to that prompt. Go on down the list, all the way down, all the way down, all the way down, until you have at least six different poems you could write to each of the 15 prompts. Now, I guarantee you, you will not get through this exercise without something grabbing a hold of you, and you're going to be off and running, and it's going to be amazing, and it's not going to be the typical thing that you normally write. It's going to be a little different for you. And uh, so, yeah, my dog's going nuts. Can you hear her in the background? That's fun. Okay, so anyway, let's see if she see if she's, like, behaves a little. She's quite noisy. <laughs> okay, so anyway, six different poems, or six different ideas for poems you could write to each of the prompts. Guarantee you can, uh, done. Okay, next. <laughs> I want to, we're not going to do your uh, exercise right now. We're not going to do that this week. I'm giving you a break because I'm going to be gone next week. Christopher will be here hosting. So I'm going to catch some slack on the old homework. But I do want to remind you that during the month of June, and you can ask Noreen or Jimmy, or you can ask, ask, who else? I forgot who else. If the prizes are awesome. They are incredibly amazing prizes. So we are doing poetry for prizes. The month of June, I want you to write the, what we're going to be doing in order to qualify you to get in this drawing. So if you do this, you get your name in the drawing, and I'll go through that. But anyway, it's not a contest because I don't judge people against each other. 
because we're all little individual snowflakes, right? Yeah. Okay. Poetry of prizes. What I want you to do this month is I want you to write poetry of place and post it on my Facebook page. And again, if you're not on my Facebook page, you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A, last name Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. And for the month of June, which you better send me a friend's request quick if you want to do this, if you're not on my page, because I'm going to be gone for three weeks. So then what's going to happen? And you won't be able to enter the contest. You're going to be so sad because the prize is so awesome. So poetry of place for the month of June. Poems of place can be written about places we know or think we know or want to know, uh, places we remember, places we imagine. There's a lot of different types of poetry of place, but it kind of falls into a few different, like, broad categories, right? Um, there are poems of known home, for better luck, words, things that are familiar. Uh, there are poems of travel and travelers, which are my poems. And there are poems of displace or displacement, and those tend to be very nostalgic and a lot of times, Poems of Place use a tool that playwrights use, and it's called scene setting. So we use scene setting just like, you know, you would be if you were writing a scene in a play in order to portray and paint an image of the place that we are writing the poem about in a detailed and tangible way. And what it does is it lets the reader see and experience what makes a place unique among places. Your goal is to write with vivid and powerful images that connect to the reader, that connects the reader to the place through your words. So basically you want your words to take a hold of their hand and walk them through your poem. You want them to experience it the way you're experiencing it. They want you to feel the emotions that you're feeling as the writer when you're writing it. So you want to use very powerful images, very concrete, very, oh, what's the Saturday Evening Post? What was that? Norman Rockwell type. You know, think about that, that deep, familiar. You don't want to use cliches, but you want to find the things, you know, like what would be one? Okay, if you were talking about your childhood, you could talk about, how, you know, you ate so much Captain Crunch that the top of your mouth was raw. We've all done that. You guys know what I'm talking about. How Captain Crunch, no other cereal ever did it, it was Captain Crunch, always left the top of your mouth raw because it scraped against it. So if you said that in a poem, it's something instantly we all relate to, we can feel, we remember, and that brings us ownership to what's being said that puts us inside the poem instead of on the outside reading in. You want to really pull the reader in through relatable content in your poem. So it's a really good, fun, fun way to write um, and really helps you practice those concrete images. So in order to be eligible for the prize drawing and get your name into the little jar up here that I have, during the month of June, I want you to write a poem of place and post it on my page. That's it. You can't tag me because it won't get on my page. So you have to post it right on my page. You can tag me on things, but not on your contest poems. 
those have to be posted right on my Facebook page. And in there somewhere you can say June Contest, Poetry of Place, and boom, post your poem on there. That way it's kind of like, you know, the, my pages, think of it like the bulletin board at the coffee shop. So we're all working on these poems of places together, and we're all, and I'm going to be writing a bunch of them. That's part of the reason I'm going out there to Utah is to work on a book I'm writing about Nine Mile Canyon and to get some desert time, some alone time, some, I can't even explain what it's like for me to be out there. Just, see, maybe that's what I need to do. I just need to go out there and write a poem explaining it to you, what it's like to be out there. But I am so excited, you guys. I can't even tell you. I am so flipping excited. So anyway, yeah, post them on my page. That way you call, come over and read each other's and get inspired and post what you're writing and let us read your stuff. So poems of place. Get them posted on my page. When I get back, I will be going through my page and counting all of them so that you're in the contest, and then we'll do the drawing. The probably the second week, I'm probably going to do this through the July 7th show. So we'll do the drawing on July 7th for this contest. All right. So we'll be good to go. Remember, you guys, this is it for the inspiration from the inkwell. Remember, we are focusing on reading, reading, reading. And I've probably been saying this to you for 16 years. You guys can probably just say this right off. You probably say it with me. You're probably rolling your eyes going, we know exactly. Reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you are writing, you're doing it backwards. You need input in order to have output. Feed your brains. You are what you eat. And this applies to what you feed your brain as well. You have to have input. You know, imagine if the only thing you ever, ever experienced in your life is a green yo-yo. That's it. That's the only thing you knew. And if you are a writer, all you could write about is a green yo-yo because you don't know anything else. You have to learn new things. Be hungry. Be curious. Be thirsty. Poke things with sticks. Go out and live. You know, that's as good as reading, right? Go out and listen to conversations. All right, so as our writer's discipline, every day, speaking of conversations and listening and be out and about, every day I want you to write a haiku poem. That is our writer's discipline. It's the one thing that we are going to give ourselves every single day. It is our gift. It is our chore. It is our absolute thing we must do. To do anything well, you have to have discipline. You have to do things that make you grow. Writing well, having a little bit of talent, getting some likes on your Facebook posts is not going to make you a great writer. Think of how many writers are in the world. Why is it remember, we remember Poe? Why is it we remember Oscar Wilde? Why is it that we remember anybody? Rumi, for God's sakes, thousands of years later. Thousands, hundreds. I don't know. I feel really dumb. Somebody looked that up for me. How long ago was Rumi writing? You know, why after hundreds and hundreds, many hundreds of years, are we still reading Rumi? What made him so special? You can't rely on just talent. You have to do things to become a better writer. And this is one of them. This will feed you and your 
growth as a writer in so many ways. In fact, I may do a workshop just on why writing this haiku poem every single day is so important. It is like the little tiny pill that encompasses so many cures for all the things that ail you as a creative person. So anyway, every day go out and write a haiku poem. Normally, I do the American haiku, three lines with a five, seven, five syllable count on those lines. So what I am asking, no, what you are doing, what you are asking of yourself and what you are giving yourself is every day you're going to go out into the world and you're going to find something worth 17 syllables. And all of your hustle and bustle and do this and do that, all the things, every single minute you give somebody else. How much of the world owns your time? Don't you deserve to own 17 syllables at least a day? Even if you don't have time to sit down and write a poem and carry a notebook, jot it down when you think about it. Something catches your attention, boom, write it down. And if it's not enough syllables, you can fix it later. The important thing is to stop, to give yourself those 17 syllables every day. And I don't make it a chore. I don't make it a writing assignment. I make it your discipline. Don't have a choice in this. This is something that you must give yourself. You must do this. Every day, write a haiku poem. And I don't care if you say, I don't like writing haiku poems. I don't write haiku poems. You do now. And if you don't like it, that's why it's called a discipline, right? Sometimes there's got to be a little pain for the gain. No excuses. Every day, write a haiku poem, even if you only do it 21 days. Remember the whole habit thing? Because it's going to make your brain click. And we'll get into that when I do the workshop on this. All right. That's it again for inspiration from Inkwell. I'm going to run through your prompts again very quickly. If you miss any of them, remember you can come back after the show and get them from the archives. Number one, how to communicate with a brick wall. Child of illusion. Three, under these conditions. Four, how to communicate with, why is that on there twice? How to communicate with a brick wall. That's on there twice. Let me go back up and see what I did. Where's my list? How to communicate. It is on there twice. Why in the heck is it on there twice? So someone's going to have to, I'm going to take that one out. Someone's going to have to give me another one. Who is our first caller tonight? Our first caller is Jessica Brooke with no S. We're going to make her give us another prompt. So be thinking about that, Jessica, before I bring you on. Okay. So start over. How to communicate with a brick wall, child of illusion, under these conditions. If one could be of a darkness. I kind of like that one. That's really cool. That one's from Karen DeWitt. Six, road of the fallen. Seven, these shekels I have made. I like that one too. Eight, shadow song. Nine, wisdom wasted. Ten, shape-shifting. Eleven, Rise and shine, beautiful. Twelve, train tracks northbound. Thirteen, Milky Way melting. Fourteen, curiosity has me curious. And my addition for the week is chumming for coyotes. You know, I would love, you know what I would love? It would just make my toes curl, make me the happiest little puppy in the world. Is if you guys did that one something for coyotes, and then wrote down the six ideas for poems you could write to that and, and message them to me. I would love to see the different ideas you 
would come up with for that one. Because the more I think about this one, the more I really like it. I was, it was just, it was funny to start out with, but it's really, really growing on me. Chumming for coyotes. Hmm. Okay. So anyway, that's it. You guys done over with. If you missed anything, come back, listen to the archive after the show is over. And that is it. So now we are going to play. We are going to play an audio track. And we always start and end every episode with a poem by one of you guys. So if you have something you'd like to send in the show, you can message it to me on Facebook or you can send it to me to the email address, the T-H-E, the Speakeasy Cafe at gmail.com. I'll get it uploaded to the show's library and we'll play it for the world. Now, the poem that I chose to start the show with is by Anthony Febo, and it is Poem in the Voice of the cat I stayed with for 10 days. And the poem I'm going to close the show with is Seb, and it is The Cat's Got the Whooping Cough and the Dog's Got the Flu. Because, like, I'm really having, I, I have, like, an emotional support cat. This cat is just my baby. I, I don't dress it in funny clothes, and I don't carry it in a stroller or anything like that, or I don't have a kitty purse. But, you know, we're buds. So I'm going to miss my cat, so... I saw that on there. I was like, oh, I'm going to play the cat poem. I'm going to miss my kitty. Little Miss Mischief Maker, better known as Murder Cat. Yeah, I'm going to miss her lots. All right, so this is Anthony Febo with Poem in the Voice of the Cat I Stayed With for 10 Days. Poem in the Voice of the Cat that I Stayed With for 10 Days. Day one. Meow. I don't know who you are, but you are not the person that loves me. There's a particular way that the things that I do here, your presence changes nothing. Day two. Oh, you're still here. I thought you would have left by now. People are constantly walking through these corridors. I pay no mind to them. You're no exception. Day three. You, sleeping in the bed that is not yours. Feed me. Do not think this interaction grants you permission to touch me. We all have to eat. Day four. I have assessed that you are no danger. Although you sit on my throne, I shall allow it. No blood shall be spilt on account of your ignorance. Just continue to meet my demands and you may stay. <laughs> I might even consider letting you caress my fur. Day five. Oh, oh this is an outrage. I, I, I've never been so insulted in any of my lives. I, I, I threw myself at your feet, extended an invitation for you to hold me, and you brushed me off to the side like I'm some sort of dog, some, some alley cat, some stray off the streets. Don't you know I am the decision maker here? Nothing changes if it does not suit me and you. Well, <laughs> Let's just say, I've shared my disappointment in spots across the house. I chuckled. Day six. Fine. You are forgiven. I must say, your patience does astound me. Despite our... I'm sleeping on the bed tonight. Accept it, for it is a fact. Day, day seven. Mm. And to think, I plotted ten different ways in which to eliminate you, but, but your hand on my back feel really nice. Now my ears, human, scratch behind my ears. Day eight. You are not the person I love, but there I found a spot on your chest that is warm, that is welcome home after being gone the whole day. When you sleep, I moonlight over your skin. That means touching my whiskers next to yours. I must make sure you are breathing. 
If not, who else will get my food? <laughs> Day nine. <laughs> you are not the person that loves me, but you are water bowl reflection. You are paw print similar. You care about me more than these fans that come to adore me whenever the doors are open. Your intentions are pure. I thank you. Day 10. I woke up and you were not here. Had I known your hand on my stomach last night was, was to be our last moments together, I would have clawed at your wrist, made it more <laughs> of a challenge, as everything worth loving should be. I love that poem. I love, I love too, that his, uh, his cat has an Italian accent. Mine sounds like the... Uh, the gal that played, uh, what was it, Kit DeLuca in Pretty Woman, Laura San, I don't remember what her name was. That's, that's the voice my cat has. <laughs> All right, you guys. So now, do you know what comes next? Do you guys remember? Do I need to check my list? Do you know? Are you going to tell me? <gasps> Wait, I know. It's time for you. <laughs> So excited when you guys come on. All right, so again, if you would like to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in and read. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as, as I said, area code 860 with no S is our first caller tonight. So listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really important that people know who you are, know who's reading, and your name is attached to your work. You never want to, I mean, you are little, think about like, I, we have 16 years with the archives. Okay. If you don't say who you are, someone can go back and listen to one of those shows, and there's this amazing poem, but they have no clue who who uh, wrote it. So you don't do that. Don't I mean? Make sure you you are yeah. Your name's attached to your work. Right now, you can read two poems, uh, two normal length poems, or one long poem. If the lines get too busy tonight and we have to cut you back to just one, then I will let you know if that happens on your turn. Forgive me, but um, I'll let you know if that happens right now. You're good to go at two normal length poems or one long poem. Then... When you are done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. It's real important that people know how, come, how to come find you and get to know you and your work better before you come back here and read next week. So that's it, except for the fact that, remember, we have a mature rating. So I never know who's going to be on the other end. Well, sometimes I know because I memorize the area codes, but sometimes I don't know who's going to be on the other end, and I definitely don't know what someone's going to read, unless it's like Jimmy, and they said, 
me the poem before they read, but, you know, that doesn't always happen, but there's always exceptions, but you know what I'm saying, okay? So I never know who's going to be on the other end or what they're going to read, and so just be prepared to hear just about anything with the exception of hardcore erotica, no pumping, bumping, no pumping body parts either, no bumping body body parts. I'm not even going to look at chat room because I know Robbie's going to jump on that. Um, no bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B. Other than that, you guys are good to go. You know where that line is. Don't push it. I'm going to go ahead and give you the first three callers so you kind of have an idea where you are in the lineup. We have 860 followed by 573. Then we have uh, 7. There you go, Robbie. 702. Those are our first three callers. So. Let's go ahead. Let me see down here how we're doing on our. Oh, we got every, everybody's got their hand up. Everybody's in place. Well, oh, this is awesome. Martha, I see you in chat. <laughs> that just absolutely took me by surprise. I can't believe you even did that. Who are you? What'd you do with my little Martha bear? <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what she's doing. If you're not in the chat room, then. Uh, I don't know what to say. You guys are just missing, missing out, man. Let's go ahead and bring our first caller. We have area code 860. You are on the air. Yes, this is Jessica Brooke with an E and no S. It's an E. <laughs> Brooke with no S. Yes. That's right. It's, really it's, it's 860 with no S. You are on the air. <laughs> that was Aren't you proud of me? Very proud of you. Very. Do you know how it's, it's only how long has it taken me to do that? And I'll have you know that I put post-it notes everywhere last week, so I wouldn't forget. And I took the post-it <laughs> notes down this week, and I still did great. So I'm so excited. Yay! <laughs> I can't believe I thought of a prompt as quick as I did, but I thought of one. Okay. Our what prompt is it? For four is live and lonely. Hang on, hang on. I've got to get my little sheet pulled lies up with the list. Lies is in L-I-T-H-E. Lies. Hang on, hang on. Wait a minute. Sorry. Hang on, hang on. Okay, now, all right. There. So lies, like telling a lie? No, lies. L-I-T-H-E, like that. That's a word. Lies and lonely. Maybe I should pick a different one. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. And... All right, we've got that on there now. Thank you very much. Good girl. You get cookies. Okay. I, I did write a poetry, a poem of place. Oh, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to read this on the air. Do I still get more entries for reading it on the air? Um, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but yes. Okay, fact, good. you guys can even do that when Christopher's here. So if you call in and read one of your poems of place on the air, tell Christopher. Now, get, you, know, you have to tell him this, right? So take this note, you guys. Tell, say, Christopher, grab your notebook and write down my name and say one con- or two contest entries. You have to remind him because he's not going to remember. He doesn't. He hasn't been here for a while. So, and, you know, I won't be able to go back and listen to you know, nine hours worth of the show before the drawing time. So, you know, or you can shoot me a message and you can say, hey, I read my poem on the air. That will work too. 
we'll do it on the honor system, but whatever. Yes. If you post it on my page, you get your name into the drawing once. If you read it on the air, you get your name into the drawing twice. If you do both, you get your name into the drawing four times. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Post it yet, but I will. It's called Getaway. Whenever I needed to get away, ease into peace and tranquility, in the backyard of my childhood home, where, behold, through the bushes and trees was a rock overlooking the road. Trees surrounding the area beneath, my quiet place to sit and think, as well as hide, to get away from the yelling, to gently escape into nature. It was vital to have this place, for it was there that I could set my mind free. I could melt away into nature, meld with the stone, be within calm, my own serene scene, sweet relief. And poem. <laughs> that was awesome. Now, did you write that for the contest, or did you already have that? I wrote it for the contest. Good answer, even if it's not true. <laughs> it is true. It is true. I, I believe it. you. I was inspired by you. I was. You know, that's probably the nicest thing anyone could ever say to me. And I thought Seriously. I would worried that I would be able to find a poem to write again, and and I was bored at work, and I used two of your prompts in one of my poems, and so here it is. This is my idea, um, and then I ended up needing more to put in it and then I would look at the prompts and I found two. So you might notice, well you probably will notice them. Okay, it's called Soul Song. Just when I think I will never write again, soon comes a song that guides my pen, gliding along to be my voice, expressing every vision of my choice. Ink is to pen as paper to write on, as is the poet putting pen in motion. My soul is leaking, verses I am inking. A vital way to express when my life becomes a mess. The only solace I see, a way to simply be. And boom. I like that. I mean, it's not like you're asking for much, right? No. It's just pretty doable, idea. pretty simple. Just a, just a <laughs> Just, just a place to be. Just let me be, you know. Yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You know what? You, When you started reading, it made me think about something. If you were to write like 10 poems of place, even if they're haikus, right? They make so if you bring a haiku. No, and if you, because I know you've been writing haikus. I'm just really, that makes me really happy. I know you don't do it all the time, but you remember to do it, and that's good. I, you know, I don't ask for more than what you can give, and I love what you can give and appreciate you, but I'll still always appreciate you guys. But if you were to write 10 poems of place, haikus of place, and post them on my page, that's 10 entries. That's so you don't, it's not like you can. You can't just, it's not, you don't have to just enter once. You can, as many poems of place as you write and post on my page, that's how many entries you get. Plus if you come on the show and you read a haiku, you can read three haikus for one poem. So if I tell you, you can read, right now you can read two poems. If you bring haikus, you could read six. 
because you can read three haiku in the time it takes you to read one normal length. Post it on my page and read three. You could do six haiku, six times four. Do the math. I mean, that's a lot of entries. I think I just might do that. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to be writing haikus of place. Um, okay, that's a good idea. I'm not, let me write that down. Because <laughs> I will forget it, but I, uh, I write, uh, write 10 haikus we, we won't, place. We'll leave that just a secret for you. We won't tell anyone else, okay? <laughs> that's like it's not on the air or anything. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them. They're not listening. <laughs> yeah, of course they're not listening. It's me. I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, oh bad girl. Me. Go to the corner. <laughs> okay, how to find me. And because I want to give other people a chance to read and stuff, you know. Okay, Jessica Brooke Poetry. Jessica Brooke with an E in No Ask Poetry is my Facebook page. My YouTube page, I warn you, I not looked done for a while, any videos, but there are some on there. It's Jessica Brooke with an E, apostrophe S, is it S, poetry. And, <laughs> yeah, and I on Amazon. My pen name is Jessica Brooke with an E, and maybe I should tell you guys my last name is Miller. So if you ever want to remember me down the line, that was, that was my last name. That is my last name. I wish I could say was, but I could actually get married, and I could say was. Wasn't on that. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, good night, and I'm going to miss you. I, I I know you're going to have a great time, and I can't wait to hear about your adventures and read your book. Well, I am going to be updating to um, – I'll be updating about my trip on my page so you guys can kind of like uh- – See what's going on out there, what I'm doing. And so I'll, I'll be doing posts, updating you guys, letting you know what's going on. I'll just let you, if I get a good coyote picture, I'll let you see it. And <laughs> yeah. Stop eating your thumb. Yeah. I hope you don't really do yeah, that. Yeah, no. <laughs> what, do what? <laughs> I hope you don't literally go chubby for coyotes. I am literally going chumming for coyotes. You know, a lot of you, I'm a photographer too. That's one of the many things that I do. And I am most definitely chumming for coyotes. That is the thing. Or maybe it's not a thing, but it's a thing with me. When they, they get so happy when they get food. So you just have to make sure that, you know, like you're up in a tree or the one, one place I go camping, they have, it's like right near an old racetrack. Right, and they've got the the booth that the race announcer sits in above the track, and I'll get up there in his in the in the whatever that's called the the lookout box, the race announcer box, and I'll hang the the uh... <laughs> yeah, cause, and then I'm safe and it's cool. All right, I'm setting up now. <laughs> Y'all think okay, I'm weird. Good night. I love you and safe travels. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Alrighty. Our next caller comes from area code 573, who's going to be followed by 702 and 731. So let's go ahead and grab 573. 
Sin. Hello, Nyla. Uh, hey, sweetheart. How are you? I'm, I am absolutely wonderful. Uh, and you, sir? I, I don't know, man. I, I'm kind of a little late to the local open mic. I was trying to be first. I was like one minute too late. So I'm only going to read you one piece, but I'm hoping to, like, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping there's a beautiful woman that I really want attention uh, showing up there tonight. So I don't want to take any longer than I've already fucking taken. Um, but I didn't want to miss this because you're going away for three weeks, so I'm going to toy between affection, but, you know, you have mine first. So here I am. Aww. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is uh, now the well, I was going to read you two of the pieces that I'm going to do at my uh, set tonight here at the local uh, open mic. Um, but as I said, I'm going to cut that down to one. This is Gifted Sands. Wake loud sleep. Distorted weak dream and lucid evocations. Raised in my awakening, there are serrated moments of danger. Here in fire's absent mindness, we destroy simple breath. At times, when looking at the sky, I find myself grounded. I no longer feel lost and alone in parallels of tragedy. I find myself on cliff's edge, ocean beneath me howling. I grow wings and fly into the horizon, heavens brushing, deeply inhale the divinity, hearing golden voices shout, directing me to my earthly home and gushing resolve. I'm rejoiced in simple moments we dismissed in fiber optics. When the fuck are we going to wake up? Embrace now. It's frustrating to feel such lack of worth in oneself. Engage. Just fucking engage. Free for change. Be art. I'm art. It's where I find solace and resounded victory. Eyes on the scale, so clearly I can see the wonder now. Where silence and sand and time get the blind. Shake off nightmares of correlated depictions. One soft, vicious descent. Sweatrench. Shallow lungs crack like ice under laborious dialect. Ephraim illusion, graffiti, soft and cranial sides forgotten in exchange. Ticketate parodies are toxic disasters marching cluttered fairways. Propelled down granite wall faces, shy of demeanor, holding complaints. Rather queer, the Holy Mother has some loose colossal havoc in return. Self-absorbed civility, callous as to treating her bounty with soap gifts. Crown belligerent masses, acknowledgement of what is presently in play. In silent ultra-glowing effervescence, you can touch the depth of value a myriad of incredible obscurity and harvest of golden chalices so full, inebriate our calm and wealth to attain solidarity and soul in hymns, anointed in a spiritual kingdom. It's holy. Is the name deemed? Trifle of instructions of the conformity of reality we overconsume. Ascertain prolific insight that's burnt under solar eclipse, low tides. Once centered in intrinsic knowledge, exuding and interacting with life, I'm no longer held prisoner. Get to these keys. Releasing such fines. The black red green. And peace. Wow. I am so glad that you made the rest of the world wait so we could have you here and we could hear that and you are just incredible. 
the rest of the world and live fucking Park Hill, Missouri. It's just her, and I know she's not going to be there. If her son, she wouldn't have her son's pod, she would most definitely be there, but, you know, I never show up until 8 anyway. I'm going to go get me a scotch, and I'm already <laughs> signed in. I signed in on Facebook, so, you know, I'm going to do my thing. Ain't no, nobody, nobody understands fucking poetry out here, please. You know, there's no poets. Uh, well, I mean, I'm trying to find them. I'm in a local community and stuff, in the writers' community, so um, I'm, I'm seeking. This is Sinister Spill. Well, you're there, so there's poets, right? Yeah. All right. Well, you enjoy your trip. You uh, bait some coyotes for me, and kiss the sky, baby. I love you. (laughs) Enjoy yourself. Love you, too, so much, Sin. Thank you, honey. You have no idea how much I appreciate you. Have a good time tonight. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller comes from... We should get like, you know, we should, you guys should like send me tracks so that if you're, you know, one of our poets who calls in a lot, I can like play your intro music. (laughs) I would do that. That would be cool. Okay. So anyway, Jimmy's for the night. 702, you're on the air. Hey, Nyla, Jimmy Ray Davis in the house. The word machinist is here. It's time to get this party kick-started. And you're getting ready for a trip out here. I am. I'm so excited. I've needed this so badly. Yeah, don't 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 chum the coyotes though. That's not a smart idea. Um, I am so doing that. It's not the first time I've done it. You guys. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you have a lucky. You know I'm a fidgeter, right? Usually you guys will sit here and I'm doing this show and you'll hear me clicking a pen or something because I'm a fidgeter. You want to know what I'm doing right now? Because I always have to be doing something with my hands. So while I'm sitting here listening to you guys, I have these strips of rolled or uh, strips of cut up denim from blue jeans, old blue jeans. And I have little tiny strips and I'm rolling it as tight as I can into little pinwheels and I'm putting them inside a Altoids box little tin box and it's going to go in the campfire and it's going to make char cloth so that I can start the fire with my ferro rod and steel because you know nobody you can't use a lighter that's just cheating no I like it I think it's so, great I think it's very innovative it's very Nyla um, <laughs> now, you, you yes did, I'm chumming for coyotes <laughs> you did say something about intro music I did uh, send you a spoken intro for Mr. Eric Shellman. So whenever you want to put that in effect, you have my blessing. And I think you need to Oh, awesome. Unless you Uh, I might be able to pull it off of there. If I can't, if I can't, I will let you know. But it was so cool. I was listening to that and I heard it. It It's like, I cannot believe you did that. That's great. It's absolutely awesome. (laughs) Well, listen, so I have uh, a couple pieces tonight. I posted one today and this is from, I went back a little bit um, now, as you know, we talked about it. I had that seven-year or such break, and uh, it was after the pandemic hit when I started writing again. And this was one of the first ones that I wrote. Uh, and then I also have I found another one from the MySpace days. Um, I don't know. I don't have a new Wildwood ready for you yet. So uh, in place of that, I have a never. I don't think I ever read it. Um, Sideshow. Uh, story from Sideshow Sheila. So that'll be, we'll do that one in a second. But this piece 
is uh, you have your Kleenex ready? Are you going to kill a baby? I don't know, but what? Why would I, I, okay. Nyla, come on. That's, that's even brutal for me. Uh, <laughs> um, How old was Blueberry? Uh, six. Six. And, okay, um, go ahead. I have seen it. Okay, so this is called Everything's a Quarter in This Box. Time is a lumbering freight train going down a steep hill. It doesn't stop. It doesn't care. She keeps a lock of his hair in the tiny drawer of her sewing table. Loneliness is a cancer. Sadness, a sucker punch that never stops hurting. His little boy smile, tousled hair, never tiring of curling up in mama's arms. Memories are dog-eared postcards, faded photographs, old music. She wishes they had clarity. For the nights are so cold, nothing but the ticking clock to lull her into dreams. She'll be okay, she surmises, just another carbon copy day. But the loneliness is suffocating. He was always the good son, a polite man, now quiet, a family of his own. Broken hearts are broken dreams, seams ripped and frayed, and every new day is black. She remembers putting those souvenirs of his childhood in a box, one he'd probably never open. Her Bible sits on an old hope chest, a dusty old tome. She keeps meaning to pick it up. Why even go on, she thinks, because life is for living, and just like time, we roll on. Looking at that memory box, seeing his shy smile, sadness hits like a claw hammer. Picking up the rotary receiver, she dials, knowing it's late, waiting, breath held for him to answer. Mom, Mom, it's three in the morning. Are you okay? What's wrong? False concern. She hangs up. Many years back, as he moved out, just sell it, Mom. I don't need that old junk. But it's your memories, she said. Old people are, are old junk, too, she thinks. Unwanted, just lying around, waiting to be placed on the curb. The old axiom, it's not fair. I gave everything. I played by the rules. My reward, quiet house of despair. The flimsy little garage sale sign, everything's a quarter in this box. No tears as they sold. They would come later. Well, that's it, she thinks. End of the line, last of the Mohicans, all that jazz. The casket train of time, slowing. In the dream, he is a little boy again, with tears and a scraped knee. As she tries to comfort, he pulls away. I don't need you anymore, he wails, walking backwards, storm cloud eyes. But, she whispers, I need you. Smiling weakly, she can feel the wind as that rusty train barrels in at the station in her Sunday best. Before she goes, 
one last try, shakily dialing his number, but the phone is dead. Then something wonderful happens. He answers, I love you, Mom, and I've missed you so much. They talk of life, death, and dreams, of starry skies, maple groves, and those little things in between, of old-time movies, picnics in the rain, of matchbox cars and choo-choo trains, of Christmases past and those to come, of scabbed knees and tom-tom drums. They talk for hours, her heart aglow, smile bright enough to melt the snow. The phone was still clutched in her hand when he found her days later. Her smile was still there, too. And boom. Wow. Did I get you a little bit? Yeah. Do you know what's really funny is, for more reasons than, I mean, you you really kind of, you really kind of nailed it on the emotions. I don't know where that one was prompted from or where it came from or anything like that. But as a mother of three boys, you know, you always hear about mama's boys. And I'm very, very close. I mean, I was a single mom, you know, since I was 21 years old. I I was a single mom and of my three boys. And my kids really young. I know. i pretty horny teenager, I guess. But that's another story and another poem. So anyway even as close as the boys and I were, once they got older and other women stole them from me, it is just like that. It's like, you know, you just want to, I still, you know, you, you may not need me anymore because, you know, they have other women taking care of them now and doing their laundry and, and cooking and cleaning and all that stuff like that and, and hanging out with them. And, but I still need them. You know, you never yeah. stop being a mom. You know, a kid grows up into an adult, but you never stop being a mom. And every once in a while, one of them will call and ask me something or want me to do something, and it's like they just threw me a bone, and I get so excited because I'm needed again. You know, my son will come yeah. over and say, hey, mom, can you make me, and I get ecstatic. Boys, sons, think about that. I mean, that really hit, that, and that poem, you, that, I mean, it really hit home for me, that need. And then it just made me sad. But, you know, that, that point, boys, call your mamas. You know, remind yeah. them they're still your number one girl. You know, or they're going to end up like this poem. Oh, that was a horrible thing to say. I'm going to hell for that. That was a terrible thing to say. I'm not, don't, okay, erased. But you, uh, but you hit upon a good point, and I, I honestly, uh, now that we've talked before, and you know, I, I, I get inspiration from so many places. I couldn't even, uh, on a lot of what I write, I couldn't pinpoint it. But um, the real takeaway is, is that I really do feel the emotions uh, that I write about. I think I, for me anyway, I think I have to. I think it wouldn't feel right if I didn't. Um, whether it's uh, executed, uh, becoming that that man who has remorse but but realizes all uh, the things he did wrong and he's facing death or the or the biker in um uh, iron horse angel um the little girl in 
Angels Cried Above. Uh, and I think that helps. I think with doing the videos and doing the voice of the poems, um, it definitely conveys what, I'm, what I try to when I write them down. So, um, and that's also no exception uh, with the next poem. Now, the Sideshow Sheila, I had, this is one of the, I wrote so many in MySpace. I actually found a poem, uh, untitled poem that was my 500th. Uh, poem written, and that was within one year on on MySpace. So there was a lot of, uh, it was very prolific, and I can't remember them all, and there's just so many, and this one was kind of like, it was kind of a nice surprise to find. And we've talked about Sideshow Sheila, how her child, how she did give birth, and her child was taken from her, her child was badly deformed, um, but her child didn't survive. Well, that's the story she was told. Clown Boy as he later became known, actually did survive. And maybe there's a reunion in the works. I mean, one can never say in the, uh, uh, um, what do we call it, the machinist multiverse, whatever it is. Anyway, um, so this is uh, Clown Boy, and this this is told in uh, three uh, stanza groupings uh, that kind of follow each other. Uh, so I decided to read this one in with three different uh, inflections, more or less. I don't want to say voices because it's still my voice. So this is Clown Boy, part of uh, Sideshow Sheila tales that will be collected as a greater work down the line. Clown Boy. Circus wagons roll on wooden wheels on dirt tracks cut through the weeds. Within the confines of rolling shelter is a heart or two of stone that bleed. Go fetch that pail of water, boy. Don't you dare spill a single drop. The cages still need hosing out, and there's plenty of wood to chop. Make me laugh, clown boy. You don't need any silly toys. I hope that you can outlive this disgrace. Crack a smile with the dawn. You know the show must go on. Clown paint will hide the bruises on your face. Big Top is a strange, scary place especially when the dead of night sits in. But the bearded lady has a heart of gold. She holds you tight when the pain begins. Stay away from those fucking freaks. They'll just poison your lost little mind. I catch you talking to dog boy or stretch, gonna leave your worthless ass behind. Make me laugh, clown boy. Smile and laugh without joy. Dream of playing cowboys in outer space. Grin and bear it, stay strong. You know the show must go on. Clown paint will hide the bruises on your face. Your mama died giving birth to you. Said she was a freak, or was that a lie? She was a queen among miscreants. Beautiful, but she possessed a third eye. That's right, boy. Your mama be dead. You so ugly, she died of utter shame. I've got ownership of your stupid hide. I am Bette Noir. Don't you ever forget my name. Make me laugh, clown boy, here in Ashburg, Illinois. Just a kid in a dire, dreadful place. Back then, I knew your mom, but the show must go on. Clown paint will hide the bruises on your face. And boom. Wow. I absolutely cannot tell you how invested I am in your poetry right now. I mean, always as a fangirl, but especially... A different kind of invested, I guess, is the way I should put it, since you've started working on your series. 
you always write such strong characters that reading them in the past, it's like you don't want them to end. You know, you remember, you remember Sheila. You remember your, you know, all the people from the Wildwood. Just because there's, they're, I'm just tickled. Well, I think, you know. I'm, now I'm trying I to keep me for, from going off on a tangent, so. <laughs> for, for me, I, I think what part of the fuel, uh, and that really helps. It helps to know that people are getting invested uh, into the stories and, and where they lead. Uh, but I am too, and it's it's a treat for me to uh, Wildwood, for example, to explore and to bring these characters that were only named in a stanza with very slight characteristics, and then you know embellish on that and make them more three dimensional, more real. We find out a little bit more. Uh, you know, Cigar Stan and 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 Debbie might have been somewhat questionable characters of that first poem, um, but with the new poems that they were featured in, I think we've we, we've seen a different side of them. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, sideshow with with uh, with this particular piece. Um, in addition to the story aspect of it, I thought it was a great. When I read it back to myself, when I first uh, when I found it yesterday, um, I, I knew it would make a great what we like to call a performance piece. You know, it's something that you can really get into the character, uh, but then do it maybe from different angles. You know, so the way I wanted to tell that was, and it's written that way, so so it wasn't a surprise there, but. Uh, using the different inflections in voice gives you the different angles of what this character is going through. So um, it's just that constant uh, um, striving to continue to take it to the next level, you know. Mm-hmm. I want so, you to really, if you would for me, please, I want you to really think about doing a workshop on character and story creation. Yeah, I, yeah, we are. Yeah, just get with me and tell me what, we, what the process is, how we, how we got to do it, and what time I need to set aside, and we'll uh, we'll make it happen. Definitely. Well, basically, just I want you can do this while I'm gone. I would like you, you basically just think about your process. Sit down on a, with a piece of paper and write down your process and keep notes on it every time you think of something. Bring in, all right, and then put together an outline of how you want to talk about your character creation and, you know, writing a saga, if you will. Make your keynotes and we'll go from there. So basically you just need to gather your thoughts, information, and how you want to go over it. That I can't do for you, that you have to do, but I can help you do the rest. Yeah, I can, honestly, it's it's all upstairs, but I can, stru- I can structure it in a in an outline if that makes it easier. Uh, definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll get started on that and I'll shoot that over to you. And uh, Nyla, I will make way. Uh, I think we have a, a gentleman, a, a fine gentleman coming on next, if I'm not mistaken, if I got the area codes right. Uh, I am Jimmy Ray Davis, the Word Machinist. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok under the moniker Word Machinist. On Facebook, uh, my poetry page is Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry. And uh, when the YouTube gets going, I know I say this every week now, but I'm, I have to devote some time to that. Um, that will be another option. And the plus there is that I, can, I, I have to change everything to a different aspect ratio. So the videos I produce, you'll now be able to see on the big screen, full screen, uh, as well as computer screen. So that should be a lot of fun. Nyla, thank you so much. I'm excited you're doing that. That is very cool. And you're welcome Absolutely. very much. And thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nyla, enjoy your trip. And thanks again. I really appreciate it. Love you. You have a great night.
Thank you, sweetheart. Appreciate you as well. All righty. Our next caller comes from the land of magic and fireflies and warm evenings and, and lilacs. And barbecue. And barbecue with vinegar in it. Go. What flavor? Yummy. What flavor Altoids did you consume to leave yourself with a little metal box? Actually, it's an old Altoids box, and if I look at it, it expired in 97, and it was out of a box of stuff that belonged to my grandpa that there were like little pins or something like that in his, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a, it's peppermint Altoids from 97. Peppermint, that's the answer to the question. I like cinnamon. Yeah. I do. Uh, I know. I, I wish they would make cinnamon air spray freshener instead of cinnamon slash apples. I don't care for the rotten apples, but the cinnamon, it, it, that makes me happy until I start sneezing because I'm allergic to it. <laughs> you got to get to give. I like what you call Jimmy's Gatherings Saga. That's a perfect word right there. It is, the, right? All the pieces he's putting together. It is. Fog is a good word. And uh, I didn't have anything to talk about when I called in. I just did it out of force of habit. But I've been paying attention. I'm going to show you how much I've been paying attention. You ready? Mm-hmm. Knock, knock. You almost said who's, who's there, there, didn't you? <laughs> I did. No, it's the name of... I did no, say it's who's this there. Name. It's the name of a haiku. I wrote a haiku. Knock, knock. It's oh, that was your haiku? No, I haven't read it yet. It's a title. I give my haikus titles, and I sign off on them. So for the third try before I lose it. Knock, knock. Come, knock on her door. You'll find us on vacation. The bride sends her love. That's it. <laughs> You're trying to read a poem, and I'm just being chatty catty around here. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, who's here? Uh, <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. Hey, listen to this. You ready? Uh, since, yeah. since you asked, some thoughts on Rumi. I wonder if people paid much attention to Rumi, the poet and philosopher, some 800 years ago. I tend to doubt it, but back then, Existentialism might have been the LOL language of the in crowd. I often wonder if Rumi had a chick on the side to bounce his daily ramblings and maybe write down the good lines worth keeping for a compilation manuscript. When I try to imagine who in my lifetime Rumi might compare to, Burt Reynolds comes to mind. For a time, a nation hung on his every word, even though he rarely spoke in full sentences. And he had Sally Field, the best ever chick on the side. And that car. That's all. And that car. And nothing else even needs to be said. <laughs> uh, was, that was incredible. Was that a yeah. What's that? Anyway. I suppose was it a Transam? The bandit car? I can't remember. It's a yep. Pontiac Transam or Formula. I can't remember which one. Hmm. Anyway, wish I had one of those now. I do. Right. 
my brother, my brother had one. It was fun to ride around in. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I wish I had a lot I of the cars I used to have. Best car I ever sat in was the Batmobile and the Mid-South Fair. Oh, that sucker was loud. Okay, it just happened in my going through all my MySpace stuff. <clears throat> I have a MySpace stuff piece right here. It's Jimmy Ray mentioned MySpace. This <clears throat> called the ABCs of blogging, an acrostic poem, and it, it doesn't make sense if I do a little bit of dialogue at the first. Jimmy Ray, he did three voices. I'm just going to have to try to do two, the Boombox and DJ Mike. <clears throat> it starts with Boombox. What are you writing? An acrostic poem for Dark Carnival. You mean Amanda? Yeah, she's cool. What means acrostic? You spell a word vertically and start each line with it. Easy. What's the word? Can't think of one. You pick. Do an ABC. An acrostic haiku? Sweet. Actually, short and sweet. I mean the entire ABCs, all 26 of them. Are you crazy? Make it rhyme, that is, if you can. <laughs> if I wasn't so far behind in blogs, I would do it. Well, then write about that. That is, if you can. Hmm, not a bad idea, especially coming from you. A week away from MySpace, too long to be apart. Blog page full, read, unread, from the top I start. Catching up, my goal at first, focused, I press on. Doing fine, making time, refresh, oops, bottom one's gone. Each one is important and entertaining as well. Feel the pain, share the joy, varied tales to tell. Good, bad, or indifferent, take me to the wire. Happenstance, both praise and rant, bring smiles or draw my ire. Is the end in sight, try though I might to fix this mess I made. Just press along, a few more gone, interest starts to fade. Keeping my perspective, don't get caught up in a mood. Comments, always appropriate, never crude. My blog is getting action. Should I spend a moment there? No, not yet. Let it ride. It's not going anywhere. On down the line, seems I've been pimped. Wish I'd seen that purse. Perhaps I was slow to get started. Stay calm. Don't fear the worst. Quick with my mouse, go to that page. Finding no one there. Realize matters not how I try. Looks as though I didn't care. So back on track. This looks familiar. I read before, but when? The safe route to take is, well, I know, best to read it again. Using all my windows, pressure subsides, time to check my mail. Virtual shock, three full pages, most urgent as far as I can tell. Who's saying this? Who said that? Oh, here's a really nice poem for me. Extreme, not a real word, elation, as the end I now can see. Yes, I've come to the close. Hallelujah, benediction, amen. Then, I don't think so. Look up, darn, time to start all over again. In peace. <laughs> oh, just, you know, that's a nostalgic piece. Kind of had to be there to make, it a, to, to make sense. You remember her? Mm-hmm. Of course. Of, of course. She's still around. She jumps on here, Amanda. Every, yeah. every, every once in a while, she'll jump on and poke her head in and 
hasn't called in and read in a long time. We should, like, really get on her. She was amazing. I don't know how to find her. I was definitely, I was definitely paying homage to her to, in 2007 when I wrote that. Amanda Stevens, let's see. I will send you her link. Sweet. All right. Well, it's time for me to step aside, move along, make room for the real poets. Have a great trip. Have a great time. And uh, and uh, I, I I don't know what to say about the coyote thing. We'll leave it there. Just stay safe. You know, coyotes don't really mess with people. And after having the cougar in camp last year, I think that coyote, you know, coyotes usually won't mess with people. Uh-huh. And I, okay. I perch myself away so I'm safe. Okay. I'm never concerned with the safety of coyotes when they're in my presence. It'll be okay. I I promise I won't do it, and I'm crossing my fingers. All right. Well, (laughs) seriously, it's time to move along. There's a lot of people wanting to talk to you before you leave. Okie dokie. Amanda's uh, Facebook page is sent to you. Thank you kindly. You're welcome. Bye. Tell her I sent you. Tell her I sent you. Hi, Ben. (laughs) All right. All righty, all righty. Bye, Annie. Our next caller comes from 850. 850. Rich, you're on the air. Hey, Miss Nala, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, sir. How are you? I'm uh, back at work, so I'm... I'm I'm doing as good as as good as I can do. But, uh, you know what's weird. really funny? I have to I have to share what's this that? with you just because. Well, when Jimmy first introduced me to you and told me about you and stuff mm-hmm. like this, right? I don't spend a lot of time on the computer, like hardly any at all. Usually, I'm only on the computer on Thursdays. And so when he you know, talked about, you know, you being a riverboat captain, you know, so, and I'm picturing like this old guy with this big beard and the raincoat and the hat, <laughs> you know, the, the typical, what is it, old right. spice guy or something like whatever it is. I went to, when I, first time I went to your page, and I was thinking about this the other day because uh-huh. I was on your page again when you were, I was checking to see if you were home yet. You're a good looking guy. You're not some old guy with oh. whiskers, not that there's anything wrong with being an old oh, guy with whiskers, God. but, but, you know, you're you're a good-looking well, guy. Just thought I'd, I'd tell you that because people just don't hear good things well, about themselves very often because people aren't nice. Well, but you was, just, I just had to throw that in. I'm probably about three shades of red over that. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> that was very nice of you. Besides, you get uh, you get the coolest person in the world thing because I have never had someone tell me, "Hang on a minute, I'm driving my tractor to the top of the hill so I get better reception so I can read a poem." <laughs> that by far is mm. the number one highlight of of posts <laughs> I've ever seen. Hang on, I need to drive the tractor to the and the video he sent me a video, you guys, of him driving a tra- his tractor up to a top of the hill so he got better reception so he could read. It was 
So cool. All right. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Hans. Good to, good to hear from oh, you. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, I'm uh, Dead Society Poet. Uh, we are cel- I'm, I'm celebrating this week. Uh, book number five, uh, The Lonely in My Veins, is out. And uh, I'm really, really happy with it. And the first read I'm going to do is actually the first poem in the book. Uh, well, the book is The Lonely in My Veins, subtitled Postcards from Nowhere by a Dead Society Poet. And the first poem in the book is amazingly called Postcards from Nowhere. And it's just a speed bump. It ain't, you know, my stuff ain't long. But rain this morning beats down my words. A false death washed off like watercolor as thunder whispers its grave truth. I'm writing of love in frozen syllables on postcards from nowhere. Just here lost in my own wilderness, trying to describe the taste of the ocean. In poem. Wow. Thank you, ma'am. I love that. That's like amazing ending close to that poem too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, we got another little speed bump here. Uh, this is from a couple of days ago. Uh, this is called Dreams Forever Caged. Cognitive dissonance is the drug of choice for this monster of my own making. Bound in stagnation and seasons of empty rhetoric, breaking in darkness like the thorns of roses I couldn't uproot. Left here to bend this madness and love for the color green into poetry, praying in vain for the sun to hold back the thunder. And so it is, we cry, for smiles that die afraid and dreams forever caged. In poem. Damn. Both of those were absolutely incredible. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. You are you are so I, welcome. I just got, I don't, so I don't how know. does how hey, do I get? A, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go you ahead. go ahead. Well, I just wanted to share uh, something a second. I discovered something uh, here. It's it's been I don't know. Let, let's say a month ago. I don't know. And I've been debating Mitch because it's kind of morbid to realize to to point it out, but. Uh, Although I am not uh, your typical audience for her, I've, I have a huge admiration of Anne Sexton. She is one of my metaphor heroes. Uh, her her visuals she painted and stuff were were incredible. If you are not familiar with Anne Sexton, you need to read Anne Sexton. Uh, typically, uh, like I say, I am not her typical audience, but. Uh, she was amazing. But I realized something here about a month ago. On October the 4th, 1974, as I was being born in Montgomery, Alabama, almost exactly on the hour 
she went into her, she took off her rings, put on her mother's fur coat, and went into her garage and took her own life. Almost to the hour. Wow. It kind of gave me chills when I realized that. It just kind of, it's just kind of one of those, one of those things kind of freaked me out. Oh, uh, on a completely different note, on Smokey and the Bandit, the first Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am was a '77. Oh, uh, '77 Pontiac Trans Am was a big block car. Oh, uh, my dad's business in Montgomery, Alabama, in the '80s, uh, was a classic car restoration. Uh, they built street rods, built hot rods, did a lot of classic car stuff, or uh, like really classic V16 Cadillacs and so forth. It did some really, really major stuff. But one car we did do was one of the Trans Ams from Smokey and the Bandit 2. And I'll have to find the, I, the pictures are on a Samsung tablet that is at the house. I have to remember to send you one. Uh, this car at this time belonged to a friend of Burt Reynolds. Uh, it was a contractor and his friend of Burt Reynolds, and he wound up, Burt sold him the car for, like, nothing. But uh, when Burt did those movies, one of the things in his contract was he got a car for, he got a Trans Am for personal use. As far as I know, the day he died, he still owned that first one. But on Smokey and the Bandit 2, they did not have, when it come time for him to get his own, they could not find a black one. And this one was a blue one that the dealership, it was a dealership in Atlanta, was the closest one they could find. They painted it black and then put the decals, the eagle and everything on it and gave it to him. So this car was actually blue under the black, but it was we have a copy of the we had a copy of the title and everything. It was Burt's car. Wow. That is incredible. Total, total information you did not want or ask for, but it just kind of I heard the uh talk about the tra- uh, the Trans Am a minute ago and just thought I would throw it in there. <laughs> so I love it. Anyway, but uh Wonderful reads, everybody. Uh, Jimmy, of course, is just off the rails and just, you know, I just, I'm so hooked on this, these stories he's doing and following this story and the, right? uh, good God, how in the hell. But, uh, as I say, all my social media is Dead Society Poet, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, Hell, I think there's two or three. I need poetizer uh, more than I can keep count of. But uh, y'all, I've hogged enough of the time. Y'all have a good evening. And uh, I'll hopefully be able to tune in next Thursday. I hope that you can. I'd love to have Christopher hear you read. So. Yes, I am please, definitely do, gonna, please do try. I'm definitely it'll it's it's always it's always 
it's always my intention to, but just sometimes the, you know, especially when I'm at work, I mean, just sometimes it's just no, it's not going to happen. But but I do try on the times I don't tune in, tune in, I do try. I know, I know, and we appreciate you so much. Well, Thank you, hon. Well, safe travels. Be careful with those coyotes. Uh, safe <laughs> travels, and y'all, uh, everybody have a good night. Thank you, sweetheart. Appreciate you. Yes, ma'am. We'll see you later. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 850. 850, you are on the air. Hello, Nyla. Hello. Oh, sorry. This is, this is Mike Ingersoll from Florida. Hey, how you doing, sweetie? Oh, pretty good. Kind of threw me off there with uh, his area code being at, too. I was sitting there talking to you or trying to. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I detected a little note of puzzlement there. You say, wait a minute, we got two of them? <laughs> but anyway. I know uh, when, I, when I unmuted it, it's like, wait a minute, what didn't, did I just unmute him or mute him? Wait, there's two. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. glad you're here. Yeah, I'm glad glad I can hang around this long. Usually I, I have work on Thursdays late nights and I can't sit for the whole thing, but I'm glad I'm off today, so hey. Thought I'd hang out with y'all for a while. And this is some damn good poetry. It is. They've done great tonight. Yeah, I was happy so to So I'm excited to see what you're gonna share. Uh, okay. Uh, I could start off with one I wrote, wrote yesterday to a friend of mine. Uh, this is called The Inner Voice. When I was young and got overly exuberant, my mother chided, would chide me to use my inside voice. Being a child took me a while to understand. As I grew older, I unlearned many things that I took for granted back then. But I've never let go of the hand of that younger me, who knew only of love, the joy of life, and the excitement of living. When I first read your words, I knew that you too heard that inner voice, that you too lived both then and now, outside of time and inside of love. Our inner voices spoke and agreed. You are my friend, and I've loved you always. End of point. Wow, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Okay. Thank you. I'm a little proud of that one myself, but... I love that you say that because a lot of times people sit there and, you know, it's the whole mild poet, the mild, meek poet, the shy poet. You know, nobody, nobody wants to – it's like if you say you do something well, people seem to be really uncomfortable with saying that they do something well or they like something that they've done. So I love it well, when people have that confidence and, and can do that. So I want to know why. Tell me why you love that one. Well, it was to a friend of mine that's inspired me. And 
I think I expressed how I felt pretty well in it, within it. I think you did well. I do, too. It was beautiful. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go back. Uh, let's see, a couple weeks anyway. Uh, well, the thing is, I've been writing quite a lot now. Not every day, but pretty much. No haikus, but just writing. So uh, I'm going to go back to one I wrote at the end of May. Uh, this is called Winks. Some things can only be seen in the morning under the rising sun's revealing light, while others seek the coolest shade in the day to blossom in the embrace of night. We're not given a chance on living, or a choice on living, forgive me. It's a gift that we can only accept. But we have our hearts and our minds to guide us to temper the things we expect. Life's often shown that it will chew to the bone any challenge to its master plan. But to draw out of the lines with our hearts, souls, and minds seems to be in the nature of man. I've been found guilty of living and laughing and sharing this love with my friends. So, in a sense of fair play, I'll tell you today, if I'm here tomorrow, I plan to do it again. End the poem. <laughs> oh, you know, I love that poem. And, you know, please forgive it, but the first thing that came to mind was own your shit. You know, I absolutely, absolutely loved that piece. You know, and oh, if I'm here you. tomorrow, I'm, you know. <laughs> Yeah, In other right. words, you know, you know what I love about that? Seriously, what I love about it is people, when you like somebody, you need to take responsibility for liking them. If you choose to be friends with somebody or love somebody or whatever, if you choose to have any type of a relationship with a person, you have to take responsibility that it is your choice to be in that relationship. And that yes. means you need to allow them their humanity and love them for their good, their bad, and their ugly. You can't choose to be to love somebody, but then pull them apart like an orange and only keep the sweet right. stuff and you know toss us aside. No, you get the pith, you get the rind, you get the the little navelly thing at the top, all of it. You know that of the whole person. You know yeah. and. You know, so I love things that talk about whole people. And to me, you know, especially bringing that, that ending like that, you know, and if, unapologetically, if I'm here tomorrow, you know, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Uh, I'm not going to quit loving, and I love my friends, and that's just about, just about everything I've been writing has been for love for my friends. And, hey, I'm not apologizing, No. And if people you don't, if, if, if people don't don't understand, the heck with them. All right, come on, bring it in. Hug, give me hugs. Uh, I'm, I'm, hugs. I'm literally hugging hugging the air. Get in here. I'm hugging you right now. Okay. Right, awesome. Here. I love your poem. I'm here. I feel you. <laughs> I got you, buddy. I love you too, darling. <laughs> that was great. You need to call in more often, my dear. I do, I do. Uh, I'll, I'll call in whenever I can, but like I say, uh, uh, most Thursdays I end up working at night shift, so, you know, but I'll, I'll be here whenever I can. 
You know what you need to do? Your boss isn't listening, is are they? Are they? No one's. They're not listening. Oh no 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 no! I'm off. So, I'm at home today. So, tonight, I mean. So so keep keep a poem in your wallet and the phone number, and when it's time to call into the show, let me know you're calling in. But then run into the bathroom. Real quick, because the acoustics are great in there. I mean, seriously, there's no better acoustics than a bathroom when you're reading. Yeah, Just make sure in there alone, because when someone flushes the toilet in the middle, then that's kind of awkward. <laughs> well, I, I could just sit there and think of my coworkers listening, going, he's talking to himself in the bathroom. What's up with this? <laughs> we, we, we knew Mike was strange, but hmm. Well, you won't get any but, more of those annoying invitations to go bowling. <laughs> so you know, there's yeah. there's that. <laughs> hey. and, well, actually, I'm, right. I'm proud that I am strange too. You know, spice to my life. What can I say? I collect strange people. Strange people are interesting. They're fun. They're exciting. I don't. I could never imagine myself just sitting around talking well, about they, the they, mall they help us and see getting the lip other. implants. And... They help us see the other in people because they, they, mm-hmm. they, they make us look at them differently. We, we normally look at other people, and then we go, hey, uh, okay, they're different. Well, maybe this other person's different too. That we might just take it for granted otherwise, you know? Yeah, and, you know, besides that, being strange is fun. You get to mess with people's heads and stuff. <laughs> yes, I'm a yep. joke, too. Yes. Yep. Well, hey, let me go ahead and go. I know there are other people waiting. It's a good talking, Nyla, and I'll try my best to be on next Thursday if I can. Oh, I hope that you can. We appreciate it when you can be here. So thank you very much. You're welcome. You have a good night. You too. Okay. Our next caller. Wait a minute. Are you still there, Mike? No. Mike, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Did yes, you tell everyone how to find you? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I done forgot. Too busy talking with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my, name is, my, my name is Michael Ingeseth. Last name's E-N-G-E-S-E-T-H. You can find me on, or Michael Wayne Ingeseth, forgive me. You can find me on Facebook right now. I have an account on WordPress, but I've never fleshed it out any. I don't have anything there yet, but I plan on it in the future. But for now, I appreciate you so much. This is absolutely, it's like prettiest package on Christmas morning here in call. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you again, hon. Well, well, if you like my poetry <laughs> combined visit, I've been, like I say, I've been writing pretty much every day. So there's uh, since last two months, basically. Make sure so you guys go over and visit. visit. And I will hopefully talk to you soon. I hope so, too. You take care, Nyla. I love you. Thanks, son. Love you, too, hon. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Let's go ahead and grab area code. Let me go ahead and give you the next three cards. We have 832 followed by 219, and they're followed by 425. So 832, 
You are on the air. What in the world were you doing? It sounded like you were wrestling with a bear. No, I was putting on my headphones. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Just got this one piece. It's Songe uh, Lavin, which in my people's language means wolf's blood. Songe Waspashi Songe. The wolf, yes, even the ill mannered dog in descendants, legend, icon, enemy. Whose enemy? We the people do not see the wolf nor the dog in such a way. Does you as if by fading firelight. As if burning feverish by your own disease. Those you brought with you a cargo that needed no case with no netting. It was a pack. pack Bundle taken with you, nonetheless. Prejudice, ignorance, fear, dressed in robes of arrogance, mean, disease of the spirit, no fluid thinking, no shared intelligence, silent understanding can't be used in predation. Ah. Population wolf-like key evidence that this species doesn't belong here. According to whom? Wolf killer, wolf poison. Jack in the pulpit. Keep your pulpit. You're screeching, preaching the fear to yourselves. Red Earth, as far as we are concerned, needs you not standing as we do upon the sacred ground. And the wolves, we too feel the same that we survive within occupied territories. It is you who are necessary. Making smears and rot of our landscape, sacred as it is, shrunken. Wolf, shadow wolf, ill mannered dog, coyote, their spore, their pug marks were before you and yours, wretched with disease, washed up on our shores. Damn the days when that occurred. Honga, Gisa, the wolf is no enemy of ours. Teachers, scouts, spirit wanderers, we do not become careless in their presence. Ksave, the forest is not a petting zoo. Nor do we discount the beginnings that were creation sentient before us. It is folly and arrogance to think that extinction is part of our role to play as human beings. Placed here as we were upon 
someone else's earth AI or link our reason for being on earth. We are just another strand, no more, no less than anything else. It's part of life's web. Wolf, Schwange, Dijonte, older brother, educator, sentient seer of first earth, Nice, extinction is an act, human beings, and time. Human nature is not inevitable. It is not by any means an eventuality. We are called thinking animals, yeah. But why don't you act like it? Making use of the coherency of that gift. Smoke shadows slip through the remnants of the forest not yet annihilated. Ravens call and crows answer following following after the wolf, seeking the clean spaces still to be found. Gake, Gake Tonga. We meet with them on the shifting plains, among the palisades of arroyos and twisted oaks, trees so green and earth made of old bones and darkened flows of water. Earth's blood, the clay colors of our lives were crows following wolf and we follow beneath their shadow wings. To the hunt. And all is well, if only for a moment. A heartbeat, a drum, bead, second as we all fade with silence and smoke upon the ghost road. Schose is where we gather. Shone wolf. Khan legend enemy. Whose enemy? Not ours. Not of Red Earth. No Kujonga. Move with me in peace. Very impactful, that one, my dear. Damn. Wolves are coming under attack again in various states because people want to just literally take them to extinction. So, you know, time time to raise my brothers up. You know, they did a huge documentary. I'm going to try to do this real fast. They did a huge documentary about how Yellowstone was absolutely ready to collapse the ecosystem because there were no wolves there, that they killed all the wolves. But now that they've brought the wolves back to Yellowstone, they've controlled the the deer population, that there's enough 
land now to sustain the herds before they were absolutely tearing up the grounds, tearing up the parks because there were too many. They weren't in check. It's just a natural order of things. And so, you know, we don't yeah. – we, the, the wolves are right along the same lines as, as someone trying to hunt cougar, which just pisses me sure. off, or, you know, the wild mustangs, which I used to – I used to adopt in Greenbrake BLM Mustangs when they would do the roundups and stuff like that when I lived in Wyoming. And uh, I have a huge spot for them. But kudos to you for... Uh, You know, I'm not just... Because, I mean, it's like I say, I mean, it's all part of creation. There is no one strand that is better than another. They all have their part to play. how we look at it. But um, uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook at RaveWildFacebook.com and you can find some of my works on uh, my uh, podcast Red Earth One to keep the words separated and get to the other quicker. Also in the process of working up some stuff for Reverb Nation. And soon to soon to be able to put together some works for that, and that's uh, basically where you can find me. And uh, have a uh, pleasant journey out there. And there's only one thing I will say to you about the coyotes, and that is simply to remember there is a reason why Native people look upon them as being a trickster. Trickster, yeah. Yeah. So while you're out there and, and doing uh, what you what your plans are, or, you know, making, making your plans reality, remember that. Well, I'm, I, I, the coyotes in me um, have a big history. But I know. I mean, I, I do this all the time. I mean, not chumming. I've only done that a couple of times. But I'm out. I'm out there all the time, and I, I solo camp, and I dry camp, and I. It's, I mean, it's like, you know, I don't take chances because I am there by myself. I'm pretty smart about what I do. But also, just a quick note, I am going to be calling you on my drive out there because I haven't been able to talk to you yet because I have been absolutely crazy getting ready. But I leave either tomorrow or Saturday morning, and I will call you, and we'll be able to talk while I'm driving. Okay? Okay. I haven't forgotten you. All right. All right. I love you, my brother. I love you, too. All right. Have a good evening. Thank you for giving me Do you want to give your Facebook page again? Sure. Uh, It's rapewild at facebook.com. Oh, and underneath in the parentheses is the soldier blue. So that's where I'm at. Awesome. All right. Great job, sweetheart. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye, hon. Bye. Okay. 219 followed by – oh, wait a minute. Okay, 219. 219, hold on a second. I've got to mute you again for a minute. 
but your turn is next. I do want to let area code 571 know that I did have you in the lineup. And when I do the lineup, I always write things down on paper because sometimes the board hiccups or someone calls, call is dropped. So 571, you were next after Brother O, who is our next caller. So if you still want to come on the air, just press one and you won't lose your place in line. If you jumped out of the lineup so you could just listen for a while, that's awesome. Glad you're here. If you change your mind at any time, press one. That'll pop you back up in the lineup. But I did want to let you know that I see you and that if you are intending on reading and you didn't want to lose your place in line from when you first called in, just press one and I'll go ahead and grab you in your place after our next caller. All right, let's go ahead and get Brother O back on the air. 219, are you with me? Yes, now I'm here. How are you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. It is good to hear from you. What did you bring us oh, tonight? You. This poem is called Profits Over People, Capitalism and Its Finest. Capitalism is an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit rather than by the state. Capitalism also called a free market economy, a free enterprise economy. It is dominant in the Western world since the breakup of feudalism. It means most means of production are privately owned and production is guided and income distributed largely through the operation of markets. Capitalism as an economic system characterized by private or corporate ownership of capital goods. It characterizes by prices, production, and distribution of goods that are determined mainly by competition and free market. The perfect example of capitalism at its finest is profits are often valued over people. Speaking of which, people without health insurance often have to worry about how they're going to cover the out-of-pocket hospital costs and the prescription costs. In the wealthiest nation in the world, the COVID-19 pandemic exposed the core of a healthcare system that was structurally incapable of handling a major medical crisis at that time. At that time, the federal and local government self-insurance companies and employers pledged to help Americans pay their way through the pandemic. In order to accomplish this art, the entire healthcare system had to be actually completely overhauled. It's a damn shame that in the wealthiest country in the world, that people have to choose between buying, people have to choose between paying for their medications or buying food, or can't afford their medicine due to the greed of the pharmaceuticals. It's a damn shame that in the wealthiest country in the world, people without Health insurance gone had gone for years without regular doctors visits because of lack of not having proper health coverage and constantly going to the emergency room. Well, it's a damn shame that in the wealthiest country in the world, people with master's degrees are working minimum wage while CEOs of major corporations get bonuses everywhere. It's a damn shame that in the wealthiest country in the world, hardworking people are are paying higher prices for everything while companies and corporations are reaping the benefits of earning record profits at our expense in form. 
Amen to that, right? Yes. That was awesome. Are you going to uh, read two tonight? No, I'll just do read now just that one. Well, fine then. (laughs) Great job on that, honey. Thank you. You're very welcome. So do me a favor. Tell everyone how they find you. Uh, Everybody can find me on Facebook on the Omar Brother Gathering. I'm prepared, prepared, and excited about my return on this Sunday back uh, doing live poetry events again. You know, it's been a while since I've been since I've been away, so I'm ready to come back and just do just do what uh, do what I love to do. You know, and uh, I just I just believe in that. Sunday is going to be the beginning of some beginning of my new, the new brother O. Yes. And uh, people are excited. <laughs> new people improved. <laughs> people, people have been, been excited for months. Yeah. Y'all get to see me on Sunday. Everybody's going to be glad to see me. It's going to be like a celebration of my return. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we have a lot of good things coming up. Coming up, I want to do my book release. I want to do another CD. And uh, more, a lot of exciting things, one step at a time, and just trusting the process. And uh, thank you. Every week for your support, brother, says it means a lot to me. And uh, and have a wonderful vacation. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited. You're welcome. All right, hon. We will talk to you. Will you be calling in next week? Yes, I will. Good, good. Make sure you feel Chris, make Christopher feel very welcome. And so will I. Sure. All right, hon. Thank you so much. No problem. All righty. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. You too. Our next caller comes from, oh, Brenda. 425, you are on the air. Do you linger, bowed intently, before the gates of rapture? With furrow brow, you fervidly chant, for a butterfly to dance within a shadow of your reflection. Cascading wings of torrid dreams elude your grasp in the garden of your love. And so she flutters, gracefully alighting here and there, flitting about the offerings of fragrant petals that you bring. Oh, to commit the sin of lightly brushing her sweet tint against your skin. Her flight has been too long. Before the Gates of Rapture by Casa Lady. A few more drops of water upon the hearts of stone 
can break their seals in order to take them as their own, lifting them from burdens they've carried for so long, freeing them to hold on to the place where they belong, where tiny imperfections upon their outer clay no longer have significance, for they've been washed away by tears of the anointed whose hands have gathered bones of broken-hearted lovers who've sealed their hearts in stone. Tears of the Anointed by Case the Lady. Wow. That was beautiful. Thank you. And no mess, no messing around either, man. She gets on, she's on it. <laughs> oh, that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. You're very, very welcome. Very welcome. Are you going to read two tonight or just the one? I read two, but I have a, I have another one if you'd like. I thought that was one, so I'm going to let you read the next one. Sure. <laughs> you didn't stop and let me do You have to say end poem when you're done so I know. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Um, this one is entitled Long Ago Lost. A flower that faded springs fresh in, my, in the mind that inhaled a memory where fragrance crushed within the land, within that, let me start over. <laughs> no, I'm all tongue-tied. Sorry. <laughs> a flower that faded springs fresh in the mind that inhaled a memory where fragrance crushed within the hand left a stain. So bittersweet. Oh, wondrous dream where footsteps tread along a path far too swiftly for me to follow, away, far off, to the long ago lost, so very deep within your shroud, where it seems I am not allowed to go. In peace. Fantastic. See, now I know I can talk. (laughs) I know it was one. Great job on that, sweetheart. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. You're very welcome. So it's been a while since you've called in. It's really good to hear from you. Yeah, I've had a lot going on. It's been, well. It's okay. You're allowed. I've had crazy allergies. I moved from Arizona to this evergreen state of Washington where I'm allergic to grass and there's everywhere, so it's just been crazy. I I feel your pain. Christopher, who's going to be hosting next week, has really bad allergies too. And he's from lower California and now lives up here in the Pacific Northwest as well, where you're at. Oh, and yeah. just, oh, so miserable, that poor guy. I feel so bad for him. My my allergist told me I can take two Zyrtec a day, one in the morning and one at night, but I find that I'm just exhausted. <laughs> I'm just exhausted. I'm, I'm taking so much medicine, the Flonase, the Zyrtec, and oh, just everything trying to combat this, but it's just been, I'm sneezing my head off. I was afraid I wouldn't sneeze. Oh, I was reciting, so you, and I sneezed like, do you want to- I sneezed like a man. <laughs> Do you want a, a natural a, a, a natural thing that's going to help you? And it may sound crazy, but remember that they're 
were thousands and thousands of years of natural medicine before chemicals were invented. And that is if you're in an area, find somewhere around you that you can buy local honey, honey that's been made within a 20-mile radius of where you live because it will have all the pollens in that. And by eating that raw honey, it has to be raw honey, by eating that raw honey, you're getting those pollens and will help your body build up an immunity to your reaction to them. I'll go out to the farmer's market and and look for that. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. But ask them how far away it's made because it has to be made close to you. You have to have the pollens that are around you. Did you say within 20 miles? Within like 20 miles, yeah. And if it's 28, that's fine. If it's 18, that's fine. But, yeah, it has to be made locally so that the pollens in it are the pollens you're exposed to. It does you no good to go buy, you know, honey from... A lot. Do they have to have honey in Alaska? But you know what I mean. Yeah. So do that yeah. and then let me know how that works for you. Okay. Farmer's market because I'm sure I'd probably be able to get mm-hmm. that at the farmer's market. Thank you. Yeah, that would be a great place to find it. Yeah. Thank You're you. very welcome. Mm-hmm. All right. And try to call in more often if you can. We love you and miss you and Aww. really glad when you're here. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that so much. Appreciate you. You're welcome, honey. And be sure to tell everyone again your Facebook page. Okay, so ladies, I'm I'm on Facebook. You can find me there. K-A-Y-S-A-L-A-D. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code, wait a minute, wait a minute, i got to check. Oh, 571, I see you with your hand up. I'm grabbing you now because you missed your turn because I'm just sitting here just grabbing away. Okay, 571, you are on the air. Five seven one. are you with me? Are you muted? Can't hear you. If you're talking, I cannot hear you. 571. Check and make sure your phone's not muted. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and mute you. If you can hear me but I can't hear you, hang up and call right back in and I'll watch for your call. Right? There we go. All right. So let's go ahead and grab next caller is which one we had? Four, two, um, then seven, seven. 719 is our next caller. 719, you're on the air. That's 419, Nyla. <laughs> oh, well, you know. I'm so concerned. Why do I do that? I don't do that with letters that I know of. I just do it with numbers. <laughs> Hello, Mr. That's Rebel. All right. I know what you were trying to say. How you doing? You got my back. I appreciate that about you. <laughs> all right. So... I came in a little late and didn't catch all the prompts, but I did a few to the few that I did catch. And you bet your sweet ass I um, chum for some coyote in this, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I just, as you unmuted me, came up with the title for this, and it's called Wild I Roam. In the Wild I Roam, sorry. In a realm where illusions roam and a child
wild dances, a world unknown, bound by dreams and swirling haze, lost in the labyrinth in May. How to communicate with a brick wall, words echo only to fall, silently futile attempts to reach the divide where understanding hides and denies. Summon for coyotes deep the moon's glow under those conditions, whispers and low dance of shadows, a clandestine affair, seeking connections in moonlit air. These shackles I have forged in my own design, confining my spirit, chaining the sublime, yet the depths of a longing to break free, embrace the transformation, shape, shift, and flee. The Milky Way melted, the cosmic ballet, stardust dissolving colors in disarray, galaxies collide, and the secrets unfurled, unveiling wonders that transcend our world. Child of illusion, dreamer of boundless arts, speaking to the walls, unraveling the hearts, coming for connections, defying the norm, shackles shattered, embracing the storm in the Cosmic dance we shift and sway as the Milky Way continues to melt. We find our way into the tapestry of infinite skies. We navigate with awakened eyes through the realms where illusions roam. A child's spirit soars no longer alone. With words that echo and reverberate, the brick wall crumbles. It cannot debate. Communication blooms like vibrant flowers breaking barriers with passing hours. No longer confined, we roam free. The rebels within, transcending the boundaries of what used to be. Chumming for souls, seeking kindred spirits. Our whispers ignite like Celestial's lyrics. In the dances of shadows, we find our kin. Connected by threads that originate within. Boundaries shattered and we embrace the night. Awakening symphony of starlight as shackles dissolve we emerge anew embracing transformation forever true the milky way's ballad continues to unfold revealing wonders yet to behold peace wow fantastic job on that love thank you um <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Um, I worked on this one um, last night, and it's called The Wordsmith. Excuse me. I got these damn allergies that everybody else is getting right now. It's messing me up. All right. The Wordsmith. Show me a sword sharper than words of a talented wordsmith. The words of steel so polished and glowing may cut through flesh, but the deadly grace for the words were a wordsmith's words so cunning and flowing can pierce through hearts with subtler space. With each crafted phrase so sharp and honed, the wordsmith weaves a story like no other, and though the sword may guard kings on thrones and the word that really holds power. Their words like whispers dance upon the air, entwining emotions, evoking thoughts that are rare. They can build bridges, tear down walls, ignite revolutions, or make empires fall. Words hold the power to shape our minds, spark imaginations, and transcend confines. They can uplift solace and despair, or plunge us into the depths of anguish and fear. 
Like the sword, words can cut with the piercing sting, leaving wounds that time alone cannot bring. But they also possess the powers to heal men's shattered souls and help us feel. But with but <clears throat> with but a few words, a tale can be spun, and a listener is hooked and mesmerized. For the wordsmith's art is more than just fun; it's a weapon that's feared and pride. So beware the blade so sharp and true, for it can only wound to kill. But the words put down the words with tongue and, and quill can inspire, thrill, hurt, or heal. In the realm of worms, the talent of wordsmith reigns. The power transcends the words a sword can contain with elegant prose and a poet's grace that capture the heart, leaving an unforgettable trace. Face. Wow, that was intense. Fantastic job yet. on That's that. That's all I got to it right now. It's not done yet. <laughs> There's a lot more to do to it. But you uh, know what, I, think it's a, if, I can't focus, what? man. I can't focus. I'm I'm writing like 14 things at a time. You know what I'm saying? And, and doing a lot of reading and writing in school. Man, I'm just writing everywhere, everything, all the time. Have you written on the shower walls yet? Yes. And steam. <laughs> I used it's to keep ridiculous. a pencil in my shower, and I would literally <laughs> write on my shower walls when I was in the shower. There's a story as to why I started to do that, but I'm not going to get into it right now because, you know, we got lots of callers. So. Like, I, I've, but, written, yes. I've written words in the mirror and the steam in the mirror just so they show up if I forget them and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Next poet, I am Rebel Jones. <laughs> I love Jones. it. Sorry, sorry. I am Rebel Jones. You can find me sometimes on um, Facebook. Um, you can check me out on YouTube, Poetry by Rebel P. Jones, Madman Productions. And usually every Thursday here with Nyla. Um, safe travels, Nyla. Um, I hope to see lots of pictures and, and, and some, hear some great stories when you get back. It's going to be fun posting and sharing what I'm doing with you guys. It's going to be, it's, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. And thank By you. By the way, thank you. I'm, I I'm, some, um, we'll be excited to be back. I share with you. I got some pictures okay. I want to share with you for props. For props. Okay. So I will mess Probably you should probably, yeah, probably wait until I get back to where they're going to get buried because I get tons of emails every day and everything gets buried and I have to scroll through them and I miss things. So I don't want that to happen. Absolutely. But, but yeah, so I would love to have. I love it when you guys do that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh. All right, sweetheart. We will talk to you soon. Thank you, hon. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Our next caller, area code three four six three four six. You're on the air. Good evening, Nyla. Hey, Miss Emmy. How are you, my love? Not too swift, uh, looking at possible um, gallbladder. um, There's the enemy for a gram, and um, it's it's probably going to have to be, um, I'm probably going to have to have surgery. So, um, I brought uh you 
two poems. One is new. The first one is is old, but the second one is fresh ink. So I'll go ahead and do the older one first. It's called We the Poets. Poetry is a sacred honor given by God. We have been given the skills to express the human experience. Emotions drips out of our pens as our hearts beat, the blood drips onto the paper. We are the consciousness of the world. We are the ones who call for the injustices of the world to be righted. We are the ones who express love in multiple of methods. We look through the third eye, viewing and expressing the spiritual. We are the embodiment of love. We bring happiness and joy, delighting the masses. Across the internet, our voices ring with poetic flavors. We are powerful for words created the universe and all that is contained in it. Our words, vibrant vibrations of strength that echo off of mountains and rooftops. We are the healers and the awoke. We, the poets, are the bright of a new day dawning. We, the poets, stand strong in unity across the world from nation to nation. Musings of Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen and Peace. Wow. That was so wonderful, my dear. Thank you. And so now this fresh ink is called What Man Lash King. So What Man King? Question mark. Who could love you th- through man would love you? so completely that he would give his life for you? Who would love you through your darkest of days just as much as the brightest of days? How can anyone give you the deepest, most sincere of hearts to have and to hold? How can anyone place devotion, trust, and respect on a golden platter of love, making love to your mind just as much as your body. Who could rock you into your sleep during the moonlight days, wake up with intense intellect in the morning's light? How can someone dry your crying eyes, kisses, warm your heart, with truly exquisite hugs. When could someone love all the painful memories away, replacing them with the most beautiful and precious ones? Who could love you without selfish thoughts and devilish agendas? When would someone bring you flowers just because? Would they ever truly 
make you the queen of their kingdom to have and hold through time and space to romance when you have gray hair and wrinkles to see beauty within your eyes when they grow dim with age to love you more with every passing day and year to exalt you to the fullest rolling the red carpet to their heart who would want a serious romantic relationship wanting to have you forever until your last breath upon this earth exactly who would fight all the dragons in the world to keep you safe when if ever will any man king step up and step in still waiting for him longing for our hearts to merge into a kingdom of love musings of amelia t davis aka poetical angel queen and peace wow who if not me then who right Exactly. <laughs> Fantastic read, both of those. And do not worry if you end up having to go in and have surgery on that. It's a very safe, very easy surgery. You will be absolutely fine. And it's not something to stress or work yourself up over, okay? I, I promise. I appreciate that. Does not I've, had, I've had that surgery done. It's not a big deal. Cool. You'll be okay. Well, uh, when, if I, I do, then I will keep you in my uh, memory that Nyla says it's going to be phenomenal, and I'm going to just be hopping and popping on my way out the door of the hospital. That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said. I'm glad you. I'm glad you read between the lines and got that. You'll be twerking two hours after surgery. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, sweetheart. So, but you but can, seriously, I do mean that. It's 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 not it's not going to be I, fun, but it's not going to be horrible. I appreciate that. I really do. Um, so you can find me on Facebook under Amelia E M I L I A C D. A-V-I-S, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen. Amelia C. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen on Facebook. Uh, I have my own like page, and you can find me on just about every social media under uh, Amelia T. Davis or um, Poetical Angel Queen or Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and just about every Thursday night right here with Nyla. Enjoy your vacation. Stay safe and uh, find some rocks for me so, you know, you can send them because I've always been a big <laughs> fan. No, I seriously, I used to collect rocks when I was little and um, had a whole collection. So... Uh, you find something out there in that desert, you know, just that one little 
piece of rock to the side, and that's that's Emmy's rock. <laughs> okay, anyway, I will do that for you. God bless you. Stay safe, and thank you so much for all you do for us. Thank you. Appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. Much love. And to you, my dear. All righty. Our next caller comes from area code. I'm going to check with... um, One second, I need to do this. You guys can't see what I'm doing, can you? I want to check back down there with 571. See if I can hear them now because it's their turn to come on. 571, are you with me? Yes, I'm with you. Finally, I got you. <laughs> Hi. You know, it's like I said, I introduce myself. I, because Please that's very There's no other than Larry Shepard, a.k.a. Mr. Automatic Charismatic. This is my second phone. I had two phones. Oh, that explains so. why I didn't recognize the area code sneaking yeah. in on me like that. I'm in I'm in the hospital, darling. In the hospital. Pray for me. Um, if you want to check up on me, you have my number. Because I, I know I'm on blog talk, the show is the whole number. Because I used to do blog talk shows. <clears throat> so. Now as long as now as long as sixteen years so yeah, that's a lot of work. Isn't that crazy? Oh. Yeah, I, I did for a short period of time. I still want to do it. Now, I, I, I use uh, uh, radio. Uh, I use another entity. So, uh, why I had to get this uh, mask on me, so I wanted to do my poem. But, Yes, I'm in the hospital. So if you ever want to check on me, if you, you know, want to, want to, you know, you cool. I've been, I've been rocking with you for a minute. So. Uh, well, are you ready for my poem? I am absolutely ready for your poem, yes. All right. What was that thing about the coyote? <laughs> Chumming coyotes. Chumming coyotes. You know when you chum fish, like you throw bait in the water to lure fish to you? Oh, chumming coyotes. So you basically, yeah, so basically you get into a tree stand or something like that where you're safe with your camera and you chum coyotes and they come in and eat what you're throwing down and you hide and take pictures of them. Sunning. Okay. I'm not going to use that. My phone is going to be a, a coyote. Okay. All right. Chumming coyotes. I'm going I'm to I'm see what I'm picturing. I'm, but I'm going to put it into a phone. There was one day that came to life, came to raise out of my feet, wanting to eat, wanting to see the knowledge of the right in front of me. 
somebody was doing a whole lot of knowledge out there. Me, I am the coyote is fishing for it. I need to feed on all of it. I need to dissolve it for my own nature. It's all the food. I'll call it get me in the right mood. See, everything is so smooth and I just go ahead and play it cool. Tony at the coyote will feed me what you want. I choose to listen. If you feed my ambition, I am therefore my all ears be open. As I eat, as I feast, keep the mind to be so grateful and able to be stable to time. The words are for premieres that my throat stays clear for my next food. My diet is just a growing feed. A super coyote that I had to that I had to digest and move to the highest levels that people have never seen before. They won't ignore me because I am that coyote. And everything I howl, I howl to the spirit that feel me that come surrounding me. The turn, the cameras are off there, taking a picture and filling me as I eat. I eat to alive. I eat because I don't want to be denied. The food that you give me to receive me, believe me, that I'm eating and repeating the same thing. Because what's food if you leave it behind? Isn't that the food that will save my life? Isn't that the type of food that makes me strong? Is that the type of food that helps me live long? To take a picture of that, because I'm here to eat right now. This is all Matt Gerrit and Matt Gerrit of England. Didn't get it in that moment. I've been dry. So many cool kudo points for that one. That was great, honey. Hillary, are you just trying to make me uh, happy or something? What's that? I I, I, I said, are you just just trying to make me happy or something? Always. Not just that, but yes, always. When you consider the alternative, that's not a bad thing. Yes, I know. (laughs) I've been rocking with you for a while. For a while, you know what I mean. So yes, I know. I mean, you even called me before the show happened. You said, "Look, it's this, that, and the fourth." And I respect it. You know, because you came to me as a woman. You know what I'm saying? So I respect that. Well, thank you. You know. Um, did you want me to because I know it was kinda of long. So I know the time. No, you can you can you do know. your two, you're fine. All right. It's hard to like direct uh short and direct to the point. Did you just say that? Yeah, I know how cool it's What's short. That? 
short and direct to the point. We are doing a Haku poem. I usually don't do Haku. Really on, I don't think I ever done one. But it's time I'm to going start. to do a Haku freestyle. Words to explore. Feeling like the day is to freedom. Forevermore, I open up the door. The day reset. Help me be restored. For what is freedom? That be the greatest reward. Ah, please. We saw the man carry his mask. We go to the engine. Take your thing. I'm on man. Talk to you 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 cut out right there at the end. Huh? You you cut out right there at the end. I didn't hear the last thing you said. It was freedom, which is the greatest reward. That was the last thing Absolutely I said. perfect. Yeah. Absolutely you know, you perfect, Ken. I do the credit. Charismatic. Yes, you, know, you once, do. Once I'm done with my poem, the credits. Now, you watch the movie, you do the credits. Uh, swim, uh, this, this person played this person, and this person, the stunt, the movie, you know, this time to leave the movie theater. You, you know, that's what I do. I think we start to make sure it's not a little engine tickets and all in vibrant drive. You know, so. That's why I do the credit. That works for me. Did you like my house poem? I did. Very much so. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, I heard you I heard you the whole time talking about how to you say it. You Everybody needs to do haikus every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a thinker. Have you ever seen the movie <laughs> Feel for Mine? Have you ever seen the movie Feel no. for Mine? No. I've seen I don't it watch much TV. Ever, I, I've seen it. It was a phenomenal movie. Um, I saw me in it. It's all, you know, because sometimes the craziest people are the smartest people, are the geniuses. Why? Because people are able to do things that people never seen before. So they call them crazy. They can figure things out. They can look at things different. I may be called crazy because I'm a formula man. Formula 9132. You can go ahead and uh, study without studying hard. Uh, uh, you can find me at, at Larry Shepard. Uh I have a WordPress. Um, I'm gonna be adding a new one. Starting my new one. Um, see, I do have Facebook pages. You know, so if you frame request me, I can give you all the information. It's, a, it's too much information. I know you got all these great artists waiting. 
So I don't want to take up a lot of time because I got a lot of information. I'm a thinker, 24-7. I got you on that. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job tonight. Thank you so much. And I'm glad you were able to get here tonight. I will. You know, I promise. Don't, don't, I will be good, yeah, you guys. Don't, don't get in trouble, Wally Coyote. You know, don't be roadrunner feeding Wally Coyote. I, I don't go he out did. there empty-handed, so I will be fine, yeah. I promise. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, when you talk about the coyotes, they go out Wally Coyote and Roadrunner. TV, you know, you can never catch uh, Roadrunner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Bye. Good night. Uh, all right, hon. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Okay. Why we were able to get him on finally. All right, our next caller comes from area code seven three two. Mr. Schwartz. Hey, hang on a second. Coyotes the theme and the song with the Joni Mitchell song. <laughs> I, I guess coyotes are the thing tonight. A prisoner of the white line on the freeway. Cool. In an empty room, staring at an impassive wall, imagining to be invisible, hoping to unravel the unseen as a confused ventriloquist impersonating a broken voice of fragmented characteristics. An emotional relic pretending to sift through the depths of a brittle immersion to reason maybe a loss or a death that no longer remains distant. For in these days, without distinction, the windowsill collects dust and ash. As a therapeutic recollection, other dying are burnt into the floor as the foreknown warmth interlocks the blameless silence of an amber's after space. Six, seven, eight, out. Wow. Yippee. Wow. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I'll wow's wow. pretty good. Wow's, wow's good. good. Like, wow. You just picked up a prisoner, <laughs> a white line on the freeway. Hey, Coyote, he's all full of bandana. And I say, head in the nana. Breathe a breath in present test. In, okay, breathe a breath in present tense. Exhale, simplify a prayer of an uncluttered beginning. And om, or om, om, breathe a breath in present tense. Exhale, simplified prayer of an uncluttered beginning. Echo the sounds of the earth, a melodic ripple of a paraphrased duality. An inner dialogue being none the more obvious. And an inner voice anonymously resolved. Ah, ohm, the world of language entwined in a tear of meditation. Oneness as an outpouring of transfiguration becomes a global waterfall. A perpetual aspect the mind's eye illuminates. The undisturbed pathway of the indefinite sky 
of the cerulean selflessness, an intricate reflection of a jeweled luminosity of the first mind's consciousness, its light, nothingness, being seen through either side of a two-sided window. For this is it. This is itself a focal point of ethereal and integration and the heavens of mercy and the names of forgiveness. And the mystic court bells ring throughout the void. It's the nature of the peacemaker to perfect the art of servitude. There's candles on the windowsill. There's a lantern on the table, incense on the altar, and the Christ garden, the Krishna lotus, and the Vishnu blossoms. Hey, you have all that smoke and weirdness going on? It was awesome <laughs> yesterday. Anyhow, what was going on yesterday? Wildfires. Plus, locally, we had two ones. So the fires come down from Canada. And a couple days before that, we had two local ones. Some idiot kids always light up the woods down by Atlantic City. So, so be it. Anyhow, that's poetry today. There's more. The show's almost over. What, I should read one more? Anyhow, what's going on? I still have one, two, three, four. I still have five callers on hold. It's craziness. Okay. Be at peace. Thanks. Work out. Everything's cool. Okay. It's called the New Jersey Poet. New Jersey Poet. New Jersey Poetic Renaissance. Find it online. The local PBS picked it up. Everybody's go wild. We picked up the um, academic support, so they're going to have the second episode. They're going to run a series on it. The New Jersey Poetry Renaissance. So we'll get all you guys in on it. And they're out touring around and stuff, so wherever things get organized, that's about it. Find me on Facebook if you want free music. All is well. I'm doing Head Count Saturday. We don't care. Grateful. All good things. Bob Dylan's the father of my country. <laughs> Donald Trump just got indicted because he's a freaking Nazi douchebag war criminal. So there you go. Fuck Putin. Fuck Trump. Get your shit together. Go out and vote. Anyhow, call you maybe next week. It's raining outside. Be at peace. You can't heal if you're not at peace. I'm grown up and all. Okay, I'll bother you later. Thanks. Thank you, sweetheart. We'll talk to you soon, honey. Yeah, cool. Thanks for letting me come on and do do a jam or two. Oh, I just got a text You're very message. welcome. It, it, I got a text message. It says, Donald Trump's a freaking Putin puppet. Thank you. Bye, hon. <laughs> All right. Our next caller comes from area code. I'm going to go ahead and give the lineup we have here. We have uh, 903 followed by 863-916 and 2 Five four nine one nine. You are not in the lineup. If you want to come on, please press one. And let's go ahead and grab nine zero three. Nine zero three. You're on the air. Hello, this is Eric Shulman, the Word Monster. Rawr! Rawr! I'm doing wonderful. It's good to hear from you. How are you? I'm still out. I'm still uh, playing in the desert. They're working in the <laughs> desert, I guess you can say it that way. But yeah, I'm all right. I'm still here. So I'm, I made it back to around 8:30. Uh, 
uh, at my camper. Uh, we were at Athens, supposed to go to Brady, but Brady didn't work out. Athens became more of a nightmare than we thought, and we finally got it done today on the third day. And so my uh, dad is my boss, and he decided we needed to come back. So I was like, all right. So, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm pretty good. So I got this. Um, I didn't get a chance to get to your prompt yet. Still, I've been working from pretty much eight to whenever, <laughs> eight a.m. eight to eight p.m. to nine to ten. So whenever we get off or get back. So, but I do have a prompt from my friend. Uh, she's actually on uh, Instagram, and she's on Facebook, and there she does. Uh, live Instagram and uh, her plug is uh, uh, poems worth their salt Uh, salt tears and I forgot what the last part is on that anyway she does a live on Friday nights and it's actually like at 11 or 12 central time and she's in England but anyway she's going to be reading and someone's going to be reading one of my poems on there. They've been reading my poems for a long time. and mainly been doing the holiday ones I've been doing. So this is a brand new one. Um, I've just been doing the alphabet poems for the certain ones that they wanted me to. So I did the alphabet poems today. I didn't know this, but she told me uh, uh, Monday. So today is June 8th. And I just looked up the holidays. There's several. I'm not going to read. There's like, I think, 10 or 15 ones that people are celebrating anyway this is world oceans day that's what today is so we got i just did the alphabet on this one so not the not the whole not the whole essay form that i usually do all right azure abysmal alluring angry agitated awe-inspiring aquatic life blue beautiful bewitching bewildering Big, biting, blissful, billowing, blustering, boisterous, boisterous, bombastic, blue-green, boats, choppy, cosmic, calm, crystalline, uh, celestial, uh, celestial, celestial, captivating, careening, chaotic, changing, deep, drink, Davy Jones, locker, endless, eternal, ethereal, everlasting, Ecosystem, environment, furious, foggy, frothy, fun, friends, family, gentle, grand, glistening, green, glittering, gusty, high seas, hydrating, hungry, hypnotic, habitat, infinite, insubstantial, incredible, inspirational, impressive, intense, infinite, invigorating, jovial, jovial, Gesturing, keen, kindness, kindred, legendary, limitless, limpid life, massive, majestic, mighty, mysterious, merciless, mystical, mythical, magnificent, never-ending, nostalgic, nautical, overbearing, ominous, perilous, priceless, phenomenal, planetary, peaceful, primordial, pontic, Predators, praise, quandary, quest, queries, rich, relentless, remote, restless, seven seas, seaway, 
saltwater, shallow, sprays, solen, serene, stormy, somber, saltwater, marine, biome, tides, turquoise, tempestuous, turbulent, treacherous, teeming, ungovernable, unfathomable, undertow, undercurrents, un- unexplored, uncharted, uncharted, my bad, unforgiving, unstable, undiscovered, vast, vacations, waves, wakes, wide, wild, wondrous, senial, yachts, y'all, uh, yellowfin, zigzag, zone, Sue Plankton, written by Eric Shellman's The Word Monster. Rawr! Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. So, hey, baby, are you going to read two, or are you just going to read the one? Uh, I can read two. That's fine. Yeah, hang on okay. a second. Mm-hmm. I'll just read uh, one. Of the, I don't know if I read it on your show yet or not, though. But, yeah, that's fine. I can read another one. All right. This is uh, this is a really short one. This is actually another prompt. Uh, uh, so the prompt was, what lurks in the darkness? So, what lurks in the darkness? But murks when, huh, starkness. Gutting, jutting, strutting, jerking, shirking, dirking, irking, then uh, Harkness, that smirking, shirking, pin, uh-huh, semi-darkness, cutting, rutting, shutting, down, frowning clowns, observing, unnerving, uncurving, unsovering, I, self-serving, Uncertainties, illusions, and delusions, imaginations, mentations, creations, and personifications into shadow, shadowy, scary, creepy, horrific, terrifying beings, waiting, baiting, dominating, naughty children, bystanders, onlookers, crossing paths, and eating, beating, hitting them. Written by Eric Shulman, the Word Monster. Rawr! <laughs> uh, I love it. And I think my world's ocean uh, poem. You said to write about a place, right? That kind of mm-hmm. plays a part into that, didn't it? Because the ocean is a place yeah. that uh, I do love. So, but yeah, so that's cool that that worked into that too. So, well, have a great night. I'll. Uh, have have a safe travel. Have fun. Enjoy your place. I solace. will, and make sure that you get those poetry. Post them on my page so you get entered into the drawings. Yes, I definitely will do. Yeah, I need to get back on the prompts too, and I'll try to be on for next next uh, week and give Christopher a holler. And, oh, please and do. That would feel, make him very yeah. happy. Like, hey, where you been, man? <laughs> No, but no, I'll make him. Yeah, I'll be on. I'll be on as best I can. So even if I'm late, like I am this time, I got home, you know, late too. So that's fine. But yeah, have fun, oh, safe travels, and uh, I'll get the uh, props done whenever I can. And uh, have a great weekend. And uh, that's for. Oh yeah, sorry. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on uh, Eric Shellman, Word Monster. And you can find me on Facebook like page. It's Eric Shellman, The Word Monster. You can find me on Instagram. It's uh, it's uh, 
asterisk or not asterisk, my bad. It's at sign Eric Shulman, the word monster. Find me on all poetry. It's the word monster. You can find me on spill words. It's Eric Shulman. Um, and poetizer. Uh, it should be Eric Shulman, the word monster too. So but that's pretty much where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm still working on my holiday poems. I've been, I've been working like almost 12 hours. So it's hard to get in between, but I still, I'm still trying to get in between. Um, reading, actually, I was reading the Aeneid. I haven't finished it yet. So it's a, it's a Roman version of, uh, Iliad, uh, the Iliad and the Odyssey. So, but anyways, have a great one. Uh, I love you, Nyla. Talk to you later. Thank you for everything you do for us. Thanks for the platform. And I'll let all the, all the other poets and poetesses come on and, and get in time to get on the show. Thanks again. Love you, Nyla. Talk to you next, uh, you next week. All Thank right. You. Thank you, sweetheart. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 863-863. You're on the air. Um, hello, Nyla. And um, how you doing? This is Noreen. I'm doing wonderful, Noreen. How are yeah, you? It's great. good to hear from you. Okay, thank you. I'm doing good. Okay. And, and I apologize for putting the wrong definition up there earlier about shumming. I just, no, you, um, it, no you, it was the right definition. It just, you know how some words have more than one meaning? Oh, yes. Okay. So, okay, that's, so when you're chumming for fish, and you're doing exactly that. You're wanting, you know, you're chumming, you're making friends, you're making, you know, so you're, yes. you're chumming the fish, you're throwing food in there, you're buying them lunch, you're charming them so they come over and hang out with you and then you catch them. Okay, because I think that was cool because the reason I think that was cool because I, I watch videos where people can um, uh, interact with wild animals, and, and it was so cool to mm-hmm. see, but I, I'd be afraid to, you know, like wild bears and and um, an elephant, so I thought that was really neat. I thought you meant you're going, I thought you meant you're going to get be friends with a coyote. That's what I thought well, you I meant. Well, I will be friends with them. I'm I'm buying them lunch, yes. so they let me take their picture. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay, and and one time they had coyotes out here. I don't know if they still do or not around here. And and there's one man who owns this um this big um grove, and he would he offered um somebody around here to pay um. To pay to kill them coyotes, you know, and I hope they didn't. Well, when we lived in Wyoming and uh, Utah, there was a bounty on them, and the ranchers would pay you to go out and shoot the coyotes on their ranches and stuff to help keep the population down. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Yes. Okay. Oh, and I found a new one of Gary's, too, a new poem. Um, I found it uh, um, today. I mean, yesterday. I don't know that you don't have the title and he don't have it dated either. Okay. Our perfections can be written. Our imperfections will be skeletons in our closets. This will make one appearance to the... Okay, this will make... Wait, this will make 
our appearance to the public acceptable with the uh, with the increased perception and scrutiny of our daily lives. We will feel the intrusive and unfair trespass in our private affairs. She said, I'd like to have that written on my tombstone. It, it was a real long poem. I told her the stone would have be too big, would, would, would be too big to get on the graveyard or too small to read all the words. The end. <laughs> that is incredible. I'm so glad yes, you found it. Yes, and yes, me too. And 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 since you you, you were talking about coyotes, well, I'll read the Gary's poem about the coyote. Okay, laws of life erosion like mine. There is a good time when there's no lid on a good and full trash can. In a, I'm a lonesome coyote. I lost my hunting ground. I hunt all through the trash cans in this town. My mate is nowhere around. She can't find a private hole in the ground. My heart is broken. Someone has taken my hunting ground. I can't live the way I was born. I lost my mate. I might as well be dead. I may roam the rest of my life in the alleys of this town. I may never find for me a hole in the ground. The end. I have always loved that one so much. Me too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. And for you, my dear? Okay. I have one called Start the Day. Let's start this day with a smile. Find peace within ourselves. Let's build a bridge of compassion, love, caring, and peace. Let's start with with the with the in, with ending the racism. Educate others. We all want the same things in life. God made us all beautiful in His own way. If God and Jesus can love the whole love the world, each person in this on this planet, so can we. Reach out to others breaking barriers, reach out a helping hand, find good in someone with a smile, say have a beautiful, awesome day, we love you, and so does God, try it, I guarantee you'll have peace within you, that is all it takes, one step at a time, the end. I love that. Okay, thank you. Fantastic job on that, Noreen. Okay, thank you. And then my You're second very one. Welcome. Okay, my my second one is Sonnet 28. Please give me a sign that you're still around. Have you forgotten all about today? A special day where we did settle down. Fifteen years ago today, as we say, I do, and took our vows with love, respect, honesty, and loyalty. I'll always love you, and for we will always connect. I will remain faithful to you all my days, for you've given me enough love to last me for all my living days. And and that's, that put a smile on my face. Now I will broadcast to the world of our love and our output. The night is almost gone. Please let my... Wait. 
the night is almost gone. Please break away. I want you to hold me once more. Please stay. The end. Oh, that was beautiful. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Okay. Just listen for those wind chimes, girl. Yes, I notice every time I go out there, you know, it's where I put them, where I got Gary's Memorial in the front yard. When I go out there mm-hmm. and I get out there in front, all of a sudden, then the chimes started. Um, oh, my God, it makes me put one to cry. It, it just, you know, it just started raining like he's right there. It's awesome. <laughs> and most of the time, it would not do that till I get right in front of it. Like he said, I'm here. Yep. All mm-hmm. around you. Yes. That's fantastic, baby. All right, yes. tell everyone how they can find you guys. Okay. You can find Gary and my on my books on Amazon dot com and you can also find um us on um Gary and Noreen Snyder dot dot com. Um front slash uh poetry. And you can find um, um, Gary on PoetryPoem.com, ReverbNation.com, Facebook.com. And you can also find me on Facebook.com, ReverbNation.com, PoetryPoem.com. And you can also find me, and I have a new group now. And anybody you have to be in live in the United States or um or in Canada and I sent you an invitation to um uh Nyla. It's called Noreen Ann Snyder's um grand opening uh tumble, Tupperware party. I'm a Tupperware consultant now. This is my fr- very first Tupperware party. So anybody <laughs> interested that they awesome. can join. Congratulations yes, on that, honey. Okay, okay, thank you. Thank you. And you can you can also find me on find us on ko dash fi dot com front slash Gary and Noreen. And then you can also find me on find us on um the um uh, the poetry club and every Saturday at five o'clock I have um the uh the the poetry club Saturday night show at five o'clock Eastern time. Every Saturday, and then I have a show called Have a Chat with Poet Noreen. And this in June, it will be um, um, Never Give Up. And then in um, July, it will be um, uh, Bob McNeil. And then um, then in August, it will be um, Sandra Corona, but it will not be a live. It will be rec- will be recording because she don't want to do it live. Will be a recording in August, and then I'll have Chef Cat. He wants to do it again too, so he wants to come back. Oh, very cool. Yes, yes. And then you can also find me here every Thursday too. Find us. Of course you can because this is yes. your home. Yes. All right, sweetheart. Yes. Thank you so much. And I will You're talk to you welcome. when I get back. Make sure you take good care of Christopher while I'm gone. Okay. Okay. And, and and you have a safe trip and have a good time and should be careful. And I hope I hope you enjoy your trip. <laughs> Thank you, hon. We'll talk hey, to you welcome. soon. Okay, talk to you soon. Okay. 
Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 916916. You're on the air. Hi, Naya. This is Jay Hatter. Hey. Hey, Jay. It's been a bit. How are you doing, hon? Yeah, it has been. Um, just fine. Just fine. I just got back from Australia. How was that? It was cold. It was freezing cold. What? <laughs> I know. We well, I'm the, I was in the Melbourne, which is the southern uh, southern tip of uh, the continent. So it rained and it was cold. I didn't expect it to be that cold. Of course, they're hmm. going into their winter. they're going into their winter now. I guess that I guess that would be right. Yeah. Yeah. They said it was unseasonably cold for that time of year, for this time of year. So it 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 put a dent in uh, the activities that we were planning on doing because it rained the first week. But um, but I had fun. It was very very nice people. I had a great time. It was very clean. Um, it was like a blast for the past. As far as where I grew up, it Everybody sounds amazing. So nice. I'm 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 jolly. Yeah. I'm jolly. I would love to have gone. It was a trip, <laughs> biggest trip I ever took. So, <laughs> so uh, what do you have for us tonight, Hen? Well, uh, I don't think I don't believe I shared this one before. Uh, she was never alone. A promise to a little girl. It's a tribute to the military. Um, Memorial Day. And it goes like this. Each time I watched, she stood in waves, something she did around midday, politely gazing to the sea. I wondered why quite innocently, always wearing the same white dress, her hair strung, strung flowers to look her best. She twirls like smoke on a fire lit dune. Each day she's there at a quarter to noon. I asked and hoped someone might share a story of a girl with flowers in her hair. Tales of a girl that lives each day watching the sea and the crashing waves. Tomorrow I'll wake near the place she stands, hoping that I might understand. She was 11 and lives in Marybrook Way. She likes syrup and pancakes to start the day. She calls her cat pretty and her dog Scooby-Doo. She lives with her mom and her aunt lives there too. Her name's Samantha, her eyes so blue. Each day she wished her wish would come true. She called her father, the one she missed. I watched her smile and blow him a kiss. He went to fight to protect us all. He's handsome and brave and very tall. He said he would come home as soon as he can. I pro- he promised me and that I should understand that sometimes fathers have to leave. That's what he said, so I have to believe. How long has it been since he went away? I watched you stand here every day. Her father, I could tell, she must have adored uh, Wondered if she knew there was no war. It had ended a year ago times three. I feared for Sam and where her father might be. So strong I felt in this, excuse me, so strong I felt in this little girl twirl who refused to let it change her world. He's on his way. I know it's today that he'll come back to me, and that's the way it's going to be. Samantha never missed a day of waves, her hair tied with flowers around midday. A little girl's love grew and grew. She never failed to gaze the sea. She waits for her father to return to her, and that's the way it's just got to be. Summer's turned winters many more times. My return 
was in hopes that I might find a little girl just older, still in a gaze with eyes so distant, still counting the waves. Ten years have gone, and I have returned, wondering if Sam had ever learned the fate of her father so she held so dear, never to return. I had that fear. I wish there could be excuse me, I wished there could be, and I was sure it would, around midday where a little girl once stood. She must have ended her daily quest, realizing that it would be for the best. I bowed my head and thought so sad in the story of Sam and her missing dad. Then appeared the flowers that tied the hair, a little girl grown, and a story shared. Her hair with floral so perfectly tied, she stood at the place watching the tide. Could it be her, after all these years, still refusing to realize her greatest of fears? Then someone was walking slowly towards Sam, in uniform, a soldier, a very tall man. A smile planted upon my face. Sam stood in her special place. A little girl knew he would come home, no matter how long. She was never alone. In poem. So the tribute to the military fathers that have to leave their little girls. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, that tugged on my feelers. <laughs> Good. That's what it's supposed to do. I loved it. All right, you going to read two? Yeah, I got one more uh, called He Looks a Lot Like Me. It goes like this. The day fades to a place I have never been, drawn to the dawn, make easy to pretend. Less than, less than what I started with, I closed my eyes to make a wish, counting things that were once called mine, pulling strings to hide behind. Break the vows that holds me here, then watch me blink and disappear. I'm stuck without a pen to think, finding love to face to think. The stains that kills from beyond my view, the pains that will, they come from you. To mark this place where love's disgrace steals the air to breathe, I found a clown turned upside down. He looks a lot like me. Call my name as if insane or it will surely scream. You took from me what you knew to be a place where I once dreamed. Important. Wow, harsh. That was incredible. Thank you. You're very welcome. I'm so glad you were able to call in. Yeah, back in the States. <laughs> you have to tag me on uh, any pictures of your trip that you post. I'd love to see them. I, I, yeah, I'm waiting for them. They've got to be sent to me because I used uh, uh, somebody else's phone. Uh, they brought me a phone while I was down there, and they're going to take the SIM card for their iPad. So I've got to wait for them to send them to me, all the pictures. Oh, cool. All right. Well, don't forget. And make sure you tell everyone how to find you. Oh, uh, you can find me on Blog Talk Radio on any most any night of the week. We have uh, a team of voices out of um, from allpoetry.com. Uh, we share our work uh, on the air, Blog Talk, and we follow along to critique or comment on uh, everybody's work when they call in. So it's a team of voices mm-hmm. of Blog Talk Radio. Make sure when you have a show that you post it on my Facebook page so okay. that everyone will know. Okay? Okay. Sounds okay. good. Thank you, Daya. Appreciate you, sweetheart. Great job tonight, honey. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.
Okay, our next caller, 254, followed by, looks like we have Granville is going to close out the show with me. All right, 254, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Grand Rising, thank you for your voice and thank you for your platform. You are, are a blessing Here. to us. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad to have you here. I just, I just wanted to say that to you, that you you really are a blessing. And thank you for giving us a platform to say our poems and, and bring poems forth. I got a poem. Can I say a poem to you? Yes, you can. It's called Life. So I want to begin this off by saying thank you. And I want to begin this off by saying thank everybody that I have heard thus so far. Thank you for all your lives, man. All y'all have a story to tell, and thank you for your beautiful poems and the third, and the stories that you have to tell that came along with those poems, too. So I just want to begin this poem off by saying life. Life. How beautiful are you made, made in the image of life? Brutiful, made after life, created by life itself. Life created you to be the best that life can do. And whatever you go through, don't worry about nothing because life got you, because life has already made it through. All you have to do is be one with life, and life is one with you. Life is you. Your life. And the essence of the blessings you have been created by the best. And it's called life. Life is the truth. So shall you be. Walk in the truth. Stay in the truth. Walk in the light. Be in the light. Stay in the light. Stay in the truth. You are life. Nothing else in this earth can compare to you. Because without life, everything is dead. Without life, there's no life. Without life, everything dies. Without life, there's nothing. But life has given life to you, even the breath of life. And in you, life has put its spirit. Life in you. We are male or female, female or male, Men or women, children, sons or gods, but we are all gods and goddesses, children of the most high, which is called life. And there's nothing else greater in this life than life itself. And thank life for the life that life has put in you, which is nothing but life itself. When we go backwards, when we deny it, when we reject it, when we deny it and we don't accept it, then comes death. So let us stay in life and walk in life and not walk in death because we are the children of life. We are protected. We are blessed. We are beautiful. We are amazing. Life has no color. Life is not white. Life is not black. Life is not blue. Life is not orange. Life is not yellow. 
life is all, and in all, we all are life. We are all one of each other. So let us come to learn to love one another. Let us come to love each other. And when we do that, together, for better, regardless of whatever, we shall all see life in each other. We are all sisters and brothers come from life. And when we leave this planet to life, life, that's who we are. We are life. So let us live and love. And let us learn to love to live for each other. I love you. And is that end poem? Together. Are you still? So together. So together. So together. Let us love. 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 Anything other than that is death. And poem. Wow. Absolutely love the strength of that piece, the conviction, the just very powerful, very, very powerful, sweetheart. Yeah, because there's no such thing as color, y'all. There ain't no such thing as color. There's no such thing as white folk. There's no such thing as a black person. There's no such thing as Mm-mm. a yellow man, orange man, green man. That's something that man did. Y'all, we are the children yep. of God. In the Bible, it says that Christ is all, and in Christ, all is of God. There's no such thing as a Greek or a Jew or a barbarian or a slave or, 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 or this or that. We're all Christ, and in Christ, we're all Christ. Christ is our true identity. You know, Christ is our prejudice is taught. You know, it's, it's, we're not born prejudiced. When one baby cries, they all cry. Prejudice is something that's taught. You know, so you're very right in that. Yeah. And All right, you know sweetheart, what, you give know me what, a favor. You know, what, you know what else, though? Mm-hmm. You know what else, though? I, I don't want to hold you long, but I just want to say this to you because I know your spirit is so pure and I know your spirit is so clean. We ain't. Godly. If anybody can hear anybody, listen, when we go into the grind six feet deep and we all die, and our body decay and rot, but our spirit and our soul is resurrected and come alive in the heavens. Ain't no white people sitting on one side. Ain't black no black people sitting on the other side. Mm-hmm. Ain't no Muslim sitting over there. Ain't no Jew sitting in the back. Ain't no Israelite. Ain't no Muslim. Ain't nobody sitting separated from each other. We did this on the earth as man. We separated each other. But when we get to heaven, we're going to be together. So that's what's called life. Life is in the grass. Life is in the wheels. Life is in the animals. Life is in the trees. Life is in everything. Life is in us, too. So if you look at my skin, I will say this right here. I will say this right here, and I ain't going to say nothing else. If you look at my skin color, right, put my skin color. If you look at my skin color, copper tone, brown, and you put my skin to a black chalkboard, and have me to call myself black. How can I call myself black 
but my skin ain't even black. When the chalkboard is black, but my skin ain't even black. Put your skin to a, ch- a piece of chalkboard, white chalkboard. It ain't even that color. So we calling each other outside of each other. We are brothers and sisters of the Most High God. We ain't supposed to have no color. We are just lights in the human body. We are spirits in the human body. Now, whatever we call ourselves as man and identify ourselves with as man, see, you got men out here not today that want to identify as a woman, and you got women that want to identify as men. But today, God has made it in his own word in the Bible. It says that Christ is our life. If you identify with that, you ain't got nothing to worry about. It's called life. And that's the end of my yep, poem. Exactly. We are life. Beautiful. Beautiful, love sweetheart. You. Love you. You have a great night, and thank you so much. Before you take off, though, tell everyone how to find you. Find me through Christ, because there's no other life but Christ. There's no such thing as color. Because when we leave this earth, what color are you going to be when you get back to your father and, and I get back to my father and we get back to our father? How can we stand in front of our father and say, well, God, I was dying on the earth and I was black, I was white. He's going to say, no, nah, you was not even none of that. Life is going to say, you was mine. You was mine. So treat people right. Treat people good. I don't care what color... What, Treat people right, man. No matter what we say, people color ear. There ain't no such thing as no color. Only in America. Only in America. Only in America. There's no such thing as color. We're the children of the Most High God. And God ain't got no color. When we get back to heaven, after we leave this dispensation, after we get back to heaven, God ain't separating white folks over there in the corner and black folks over there in the other corner and Muslim over there in the other corner and, and, and religion and Christians and, and Buddhists and Baptists all in the other corner. Life ain't doing that, man. I tell anybody, life is not a man. Life is in the trees. Life is in the grass. Life is in the plants. Life is in the animals. Life is in all things. Now we must allow life to be in us enough to know the aim. We've been taught wrong. Now we got to let go of this ignorant teaching. We are one. We are life. We are all. Fantastic job, hon. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you, too. And it took me a long time to get there. I'm 40-something years old in my life. It took me a long time to get here in my life. But I just want to say this to you. In our life, though, I love us. We are the most beautifulest species that has ever been created in the universe. We are the most beautifulest creation that has ever been created in the galaxies. If we can get past the little stupid idiocracy and that little stupid thing, that little mindset, if we can just get past that little thing down here on the earth, you better than me, or I'm better than you, or we better than each other, or you better than me. If we can just get past that little thing, I tell you this right here. If we can just get past that little thing, like top, like Akhenaten, like all the ancient ones, all the greatest ones, all the greats, if we can just get past that little ignorance and see that our life, our light, our spirit, our oomph, 
our us, the oomph that's in us, ain't got no color, then we can learn to heal the world. We can learn to love the world. The world can be healed. The world can be changed. Everything can be saved. We can save the planet. planet is going to be destroyed because we hate each other. And I hate to see that happen. So tonight, my poem is called Life, Love. Let us love each other. There's no such thing as Absolutely fantastic advice. Because when it's all over, it's said and done. God ain't separating no spirit by color. Because all of us ain't nothing but light inside of a human body. Thank you. I love you. You're very welcome. And we'll talk to you again soon, hon. Thanks. Okay, our next caller comes from area code 919. 919, you're on the air. Yes, 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 Nyla. Granville, darling, how are you? I am good, I am good, I am good. Happy to get on in time, happy to get on. And... Oh, I, I hear that you are traveling to some place. Where are you heading to? I am. I am heading out into the middle of southeastern or central eastern Utah in the desert and I'm going to be working on my book about a place called Nine Mile Canyon and writing and uh, doing some paleontology digs and just vegging out and hiding from the world for three weeks. For three weeks? Yep, dry camping. Yep. Out in the middle of the desert. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's a that's a sabbatical right there. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, that is a that is a uh yeah place to. I guess that's what I do. That is what I do all the time too. I just do it in my mind. <laughs> I'm all, I'm always alone with my mind. I love it. <laughs> I am definitely looking forward to this. I'm, you know what else I'm looking forward to? What did you say you're looking your, forward to it and what? Your poem. Okay, good, because I have something new for you. <laughs> good. Uh, I, actually, I have two. You don't even have time. One is, they're, they're not very long. One is, this one is not long at all. Probably 20 lines. What wisdom can do? I was speaking words of wisdom to her when suddenly she fell to her knees, unbuckled and unbelted me and began to worship me. I didn't see it coming. Frozen in mid-speech, I continued the rhapsody of words. Still in awe, I took her by the shoulders, raised her to her feet, embraced her tightly for what seemed like forever, kissed her fiercely, we both gasped for ear, 
She then returned to her knees and continued her worship, saying, Finally, a man worthy of my favors. Thank you. That's the end there. I love that one. I love that. And I wish that more women had that. I wish more women had that value of self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Oh, let me try. Let me try. Oh. I'm I'm looking for the other poem, but... I was looking for the other poem, but I was looking for the same poem that I just read. Ain't <laughs> that funny? Yes, thank you, Nyla. Thank you for those kind words. And and that's why I read it, too, because it's, you know, it, you know it, it, it explains so much that we don't really understand. You know, women are, are quite... Uh, uh, an entity mm-hmm. that 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 we are yet to fathom, and and that's why men have always spoken erroneously of women because men don't like what they don't understand. You turn them foolish. <laughs> <laughs> There's truth to that for sure. What's the second one you're going to read, honey? The second second one is called Her Duties. She awakes every morning, bonded to the divine soap and water. For she bears the portal of life, inextricably bonded to it, and is convinced that this is a great thing. There are great responsibilities that is hers and there is tears. Tears she cries unknown and unseen. Only God and the silence hears as she weeps and weeps often then washes her face, gathers herself, and returns to the realm of men and to her duties. Mother, sister, daughter, grandchild, grandmother, niece, aunt, wife, lover, friend, to everyone. She makes nice. Even when she hurts, she still makes nice. She feels responsible for them, for mankind, as they come from women and are flawed. But this uh, but this is the best that she could do, for she is flesh and new to the task. So she makes errors 
but do not quit, but persist. She refuses to quit, for she knows she was once nothing and is now something. And she is now the process from which she comes. This is huge. This is huge and certainly divine. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you dear. Fantastic job on those. Absolutely beautiful way to close out the show tonight. Thank you, Thank you. Do me a favor and tell everybody how they can come show you some love. Yeah, come show me some love. Uh, you know what? Let me say this. I don't think I've ever said this. You can find a couple of my books on Amazon. Poetry for Thought, book two, and Poetry for Thought, book three. And you can find me on YouTube. I'm on YouTube, too. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. And most most are streaming medias. Glanville John Hedrington, look for the lion logo, and and the guy, the Rasta guy with the sunglasses, with the ribbons. Yes, Nyla, thank okay. you, thank you for having me, and and we appreciating for appreciate you for the job you do and for having us, and you know, you're you're such a good person. And loving person. Women are just awesome. <laughs> Women are just awesome. I, I'm, I'm telling you. Women are just awesome. You know, I, I, I was, I met this lady recently, and, and I was, I was in a line, and, and we began to speak, and that, that young lady enthusiasm for life just almost. Over threw me right there. She she even asked. She said to me, "How can man be so blase about life? And life is so beautiful, exciting." And and she went on. I said, then I said to her, "I said, you know what? That is why God made woman, the majority of his species, because he knew that they would appreciate what what he made." Women appreciate life. They do. Thank God for them. Otherwise, the world will end. Right? Yes, yes, yeah, man. Yeah, women are just awesome. I can't, I, I, I can't stop. I can't stop speak, speak of them, and 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 I, <laughs> and I, I have had my heart broken many times. <laughs> I have had my heart broken many times, but I must confess they are the best. <laughs> they, they, they are not perfect, but they are sure awesome. You know, they are awesome. Women are awesome. And it, it, it was a great thing that God did when he created women. An awesome thing. Yeah, I mean, one of them is my mother, so <laughs> I, 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 I could speak. Thank goodness for her. You wouldn't be here, right? I wouldn't be here. And I wouldn't have no children. And I wouldn't, you know, I mean, woman is just, uh, I mean, the thing the women do, you know, 
Look, you see mankind, I can tell you. Mankind is an, is an ungrateful bastard, you know. Mankind, I'm telling you, men are we are some ungrateful bastard. That's, that's, that's why the prisons are full of men. <laughs> because, because we don't, we don't, we don't do the right thing often, yeah. That's why, yeah, that's why the prisons are full of men. Because the, you know, we, <laughs> we, are, we are prone to do the wrong often. Most, most often than not, we, we just, we just don't take. Kindly to orders and, and regulation, you know. <laughs> Men don't do regulation really, you know. Anyway, my beloved, I know hold you long and I know it's past time and I thank you for having me and waiting for me and letting me come on and and I'm glad that my work you know, that you love my work and that's what that's what is always my intention to to give the people something and make them feel motivated and encouraged. To go forth and, and enlightened. Enlightened. Because the world is in need of enlightenment. And clarity. Too much deceit going around. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, too much deceit going around. So we need love. And, and more people like Nyla. And more kind people like Nyla in the world too. To give us hope. Woman gives men hope because a woman don't quit. Men, you know, woman believe in life and living and love and all that is good and nice and kind and becoming. I'm, I, I will be forever impressed with women. <laughs> I, that I am certain. That oh, I am awesome. certain. Granville, tell everyone how to find you, honey. Tell them out of your Facebook yeah. page again. Yeah, one more time you can find me on Facebook page, Granville John Hedrington. Look for the Lion logo, you know, with the, with the red, green, and gold. And you can look for my picture, the guy with the hat and uh, Ray-Ban sunglasses on Instagram, the same. You can find me, a couple of my books on Amazon, Granville John Hedrington. Poetry for Thought, Volume 2 and Volume 3. If you want Volume 1, you will have to contact me personally and I can get it to you and so forth. And, you know, just reach out, call me, hire me. You know, hire me and Perfect. I can perform for your life. Perfect. All right, and thank, you, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we'll you, talk you to, to you friend. when thank I get you. back. Yes. Oh, we're going to miss you, Nyla. We're going to miss you. <laughs> I won't be gone but too we look long. But we'll go to your return. And, and be safe out there. And we wish you the best and hope you return to us. Safely. Thank you. I will for sure. I promise. I'll be safe. I'll be good. I'll be back. <laughs> All right. Okay, and thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, everyone, you've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show, The Sound of Ink. Very, very excited. Next week you get to hang out with Christopher. Treat him good for me, please. That's very important. I appreciate him so much stepping in and doing this because otherwise we would just not be able to do the show because I'm going on my trip. So I'm really, really 
thankful that he's going to do this so that you guys can hang out together. All right, I'm going to close the show with Seb, who is reading his poem, The Cat's Got the Whooping Cough and the Dog's Got the Flu. Good night, everybody. Well, uh, howdy there. I, I ain't never uh, done this before. I ain't never been on no radio show. So uh, if I, I don't do this right, um, uh, I hope you'll be kind and forgiving unto me. I have to warn you, there are a couple of cuss words that will be coming up in the piece that, that I'm about to perform. Uh, that piece dates from uh, 2009, and I would describe it as then being an assessment of the American condition at the, at the moment and my position within that, coming out of eight years of the disastrous Bush administration and hitting that point where the Noran realization that uh, President Obama was neither going to be the man nor the solution that he purported himself to be. And uh, four years on, I'm feeling fully justified in making that assessment at the time. Uh, the piece itself is a, a recontextualization or a modern retelling or whatever you want to call it of a, a piece from 1932, first, first performed by the great blind Willie Mactel, called the, the Scary Day Blues. And uh, we live in some scary days these days, so I imagine people will understand how I'm trying to show these, these old guys they saw things and they understood things and they were able to say things that had an almost eternal value um, rather than just being novelties representative of their times. It was genuine poetry, genuine folk language which uh, still exists and is still relevant today and, and has not been better and not been superseded by anything that we're, we're creating at the moment. And the piece is called uh, The Cat's Got the Hooping Cough and the Dog's Got the Flu. Big 80 left Savannah Lord going off to California. Can't live them Georgia laws. All he found at first was moonshine and circumstances. Post-industrial Dionysian idiots without potable water or arable land. Masons gathering in the roadside, each of them digging ditches. Each of them digging with the ace of spades, exploring the balance between hats and masks and crowns. All the pimps ride motorcycles, they cluster in the desert coming out of primer colored sunsets, each wearing a red tie or sky blue dependent on gang affiliations. Killing our prophets, imprisoning our sanest heretics, getting high on self-shared victimization. But then, 115 miles of Sonora Desert Highway, Big Sur of flame and molten golden sunset red-letter days. Must have been something to see, a glory in their pomp. But he shrugged his shoulders and made a deal, saying, Hell is full of fortune-tellers and recidivist Democrats. Heaven is full of blank checks and statues, and the cat's got the whooping cough, and the dog's got the flu. American beauty is moral high-handedness, seduction and magic and the secret handshake, dupes and patsies, backbiters and syndicators, the lunatic and the fool, feats of clay, hands like jars, pay through the nose to spite your face, harsh woman bleeding and the rattling of their tongues, pawn your sod, pawn your chain, I fucked every woman in the Hampton Hotel, every one of them gave birth to a redhead child, loaning money for interest and collecting the debt and flesh and bone, how is this unjust? We tolerate the despicable and cast statues of the depressed. You'll spend a dollar like you do a dime. The rooster chews tobacco and the hen dips snuff. Silence, cupidity, manifest destiny. John saw the number, but he never learned to read. Reprobate men in ten-cent hats, sloppy drunk, sermonizing. No apologies, no stated reparations. I'll 
kinds of reprehensible double talk. If the good Lord's willing and the creeks don't arise, hit the lights and pass the ammunition. Infamy on the counterpane, the landscape of cultural revisionism, liberty, that's a conjurer's stunt. Freedom, it's just another word for when you don't got nothing left to lose when the cat's got the hoop and cough and the dog's got the flu. I got married once to a four-square girl, a Christian woman of unimpeachable reputation, who was herself married to another man, a fire-breathing, hall-beheading prophet of God. Things were good between us for a year or two. She used to give me hand jobs in the gravel parking lot behind the Unitarian Church. I used to run errands and fix radios for her. Until one day, she hitched up her shirt and showed me a nation sack. She said, you're going to the boneyard, boy, and you ain't coming back. I cried, larks of mercy. I was blind in one ear and totally deaf in my nose. She threw the dice and stuffed them in my bedclothes. I said, I love you, but my ears are full of poison. I came seeking the moon, but I found only a flower garden. I fell asleep, and now I'm dead. What more is there to say? I know your salty new lover, Fat Mouth Sam, a rounder and a grinder who sold all his poetry for a bucket of beer. I seen you unfold for him like a butterfly, naked in your kitchen, and I ain't faced. He's just as dead as I am, and I'm the best-dressed man in this graveyard, baby. There ain't no one needs to shine my shoes, for the cat's got the whooping cough, and the dog's got the flu. We yearn for a pragmatic mesmerist, a thrower of flowers, a balcony manipulator. One hand on the table, the other on the abortionist hook. But while we get his mountebanks and collared cuffs speaking at hand jive, Billy E. Collars, greased manners, impompadors, kings. While we get a Mustangs when we hunger for Buicks. While we get a kid gloves when we plain the clay walking boots. So you spend all your salt, you pay your taxes, you're a modern individual, cold in hand, deep in the policy game, modern conscious plus white man's burden is a brand new state. Chain, while we get his instruction to the witless, not eyesight to the blind, judges are dissemblers who are constantly on the make. Fraud is the only insurance. Ambiguity is the currency of the afterlife. The truly righteous man will not shiver when he wears his own skin. He kills New Deal Democrats on sight and strikes his bargain with an agrarian handshake. The last righteous man comes running from Foggy Bottom up to Capitol Hill, hollering, the hurricane is coming, the hurricane is coming. Unloose the helicopter, lash down the women folks, gas up the terraplane, America is shaken. Any man who claims right without resuming responsibilities is a scoundrel, a fish-shaking televangelist forever shall agree. Anyone who says live free or die should be made to do so. But this man is not president. This man is not under Secretary of Agriculture. This man is not the editor of the Washington Post. The righteous man has no voice in the Washington Post, in the Huffington Post, or on Fox News, and yet the cat's got the hooping cough and the dog's got the flu. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.